0: Promise me you're not just visiting here for a week or marrying somebody to get a green card or on parole. <laughs> None of the above.
1: You? No, no, no. Proud U.S. citizen. No criminal record. So you won't tell me your name. You won't tell me, uh, what do you miss most about Mother England?
0: Oh, I miss my mom terribly.
1: If I were her, i miss you too.
0: Favorite movie?
2: The correct answer is Cool Hand Luke. I've never seen it oh come on you've never seen cool hand luke paul newman
0: oh my god come
2: on failure to communicate sadistic cop and sunglasses with no name it reminds me of you in that way
0: <laughs> um favorite new york moment
2: this one's climbing the charts
3: mm-hmm.
0: i'm flattered <laughs> is there anything else you need to know about me Favorite sexual position? (laughs) Love it Oh! Whoa! Whoa!
2: Whoa! Yeah, Yeah, that's my favorite too. And happy, 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 happy Valentine's Day from the podcast. This is Will You Be My Valentine? It's best film ever. My name's Ian. I'm Liam. And I'm Ethan. Yeah, that's it. That was a nice little <laughs> intro. Well, thank you. Uh, un- unfortunately, uh, let's just rip the bandaid off. I guess we were supposed to have uh, we weren't supposed to have Georgia. We 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 knew that. Yeah, because Georgia's away, away yeah. on on holiday, having having a good time. Oh, fantastic! She's at Disney, isn't she? Yeah, she yeah. shared that in the pod, so I'll bring it back up. Yeah, loving it. Um, and then we were supposed to be joined by our our substitute teacher. Yeah, Megs. Megs. Who's, uh, I'm sure she'll be okay with me saying this. But she got COVID. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. So, uh. Wish you all the best in all this, the world. This Valentine's theme episode has kind of just turned into a boys' night. Please. <laughs> yep. The
1: weirdest boys' night I think we're I'll going through. tell you what, it
2: feels like, it feels like, well, I'll do, well, maybe I'll rotate it off down here. I don't really do Valentine's Day. Never have. No, me either. I, 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 like Valentine's, I say this as a guy who's single right now. So maybe, maybe this is a self fulfilling prophecy. <laughs> but I kind of view Valentine's Day as amateur hour anybody can do something romantic just because the calendar tells them it's time to do something. You
3: know what I'm saying? That's how I feel. Yeah. 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 I'm I'm more about, we should do it spontaneously. Yeah. And that shouldn't be
2: a day set aside for it. Although I haven't been in a relationship it's the person's like, no, no, I don't understand. It's Valentine's Day. We should be doing something. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm like, I I, I hear you, but are we just doing it because like everybody else is and it's like this weird societal FOMO? Like, if we don't do it, then it's not. Then, then, then our love isn't as real as other people's. When they're just doing it, so they don't have the same questions asked of them. It's just societal. Oh yeah, they're celebrating it. Yeah, have a great day. It's just not. It's just not my. As Austin Powers would say, it's just not my bag, baby. It's Not my bag, baby. I'll tell you something though. You know, it's the twenty fifth
3: year anniversary of Valentine's uh, Day. No, <laughs> Titanic. Um, I assume you mean the movie and not the actual boat. Section. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the movie. <laughs> 25 years since the movie. Well, the funny thing Bring was, it is here. I, I think I shared this on the podcast when we uh, covered it, was, um, I wanted to see this film back in the day and it was on for weeks and weeks and weeks and it came to a point where everybody had seen it or didn't want to see it. So I thought, okay, I'm going to go watch it by myself. All right. And I'm sitting there and all of a sudden I'm thinking, hang on a minute, so I'm not quite right here. There's couples everywhere, and me on and my Todd. It was Valentine's Day,
2: um, and there it was, and I was. It's a strange Valentine's Day movie. I mean, it's about love, but it's a strange one. I think, it came, it strange. I think it came out, you know, like Christmas or something. It's or, also a big time commitment. But yeah. It's like three hours. Yeah, don't you wanna don't yeah, you yeah. wanna kinda do like a serendipity be in and out ninety minutes <laughs> <Yeah>. and then out <laughs> and then there's time for what wherever else the night may take you on Valentine's <laughs> Day. I mean you think you might need to bank a little bit of time for, for, for other yeah, other elements. Would yeah. you not? I, you thought. Feel like, like, who's watching point. Titanic and yeah. then going, <laughs> So do you feel sexy? <laughs> I had that sinking feeling of a dead, frozen children. You're like you're trying trying to switch gears into Al Green. I've been really trying, baby. Why are you so cold? (laughs) (laughs) Don't let go. Don't call me. Don't call me
0: frigid. They were frigid.
1: (laughs) I feel I've said this in the pod at some point. the The only like Valentine's movie that I've ever uh, done was I saw Sonic the Hedgehog one uh in cinemas on Valentine's Day and that was twenty twenty. And that might have been that might have been the last film I saw before
2: COVID happened. Do you really want to take a girl to a movie where it's all about rings? <laughs> do you really want <laughs> On Valentine's being, Day, do you really want being to do that? Way too fast. Yeah. Something <laughs> <laughs> blue. Slow down. Slow down. Me and that girl <laughs> Me and that girl are no longer together. Oh is this not like, your current Okay
0: here we go. No, and my, my
1: <laughs> current girlfriend Uh, does not care about Valentine's Day.
3: Good! Yeah, Yeah. mine don't either, which is nice. On
2: the flip side, Happy Valentine's Day episode, everybody! (laughs) Because we actually did, like, run a poll and all sorts of stuff to do a Valentine-themed episode. It's great for things like what we do, because, you know, romantic comedies or romance movies don't, like I said, a lot of podcasts tend to skew boy-heavy, and the kind of movies that we featured were not exactly typical boy choices or or even film podcast choices. Unless they're like, a, we're a romantic comedy podcast. Yeah, yeah, and, 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 and we're not that. We're not. No, despite what the last month might, might, might feel like, we're we're, <laughs> we're 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 not that. Can I just say though, right? Yeah, my pick won. Yeah, I, I got a whole bit about your your, your pick coming up. Woo! There we are. Yeah. <laughs> so uh no and, and ethan's got zero votes so there goes my <laughs> there goes my whole theory that everyone's just winding me up with a halloween vote and just giving their uh, stuff to Ethan. uh halloween and for christmas ethan won both of those and i'm like this is just a troll vote
1: i'm only one of those movies that i picked i think was good yeah
2: that's true yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah scrooge is not as good as i remembered it being no, <laughs> that, uh, that, that was a really upsetting like Culture. If it wasn't for somewhere. Empire Records, that might have got my vote for, like, you hey, know, hey, Biggest not, Fall from Grace. Yeah, you're not yeah. wrong.
0: You're not
2: wrong. Uh, we want to say, hey, uh, I've got my notes here. Promo, talk about what we did last week. Well, we're talking this week about serendipity. We are. Um, it's not very serendipitous that all the girls are gone. No. No. That's sad. But I've got my notes. Last week, serendipity. That was not the case at all. Last week, we did uh, uh, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. How to Lose Yeah. Guys. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, the Friday. And then on Friday, we released our BFE off script, our latest and greatest in that. How is that doing off script? That's all right. It's yeah. doing, I compared it to the last one we did. It's about on par. Maybe it's a, a touch ahead. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. It's, it's an interesting one. We're basically saying all the, I, I kind of frequently say, like the podcast is, we, we, we have a movie of the week and it's kind of our excuse to get together and talk.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: and yeah we structure the plot around that movie and if you look it, 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 and i have a great time talking about the movie but really i think it's just the framework for which the personalities come through yeah now on the off script we don't even have the pretense <laughs> <No>. <laughs> we have no idea we didn't have a format sheet i know Georgia wanted want to talk about her holiday and I was gonna... We literally don't even make notes. We just talk. No, and I just knew I wanted to do the Colbert questionnaire at the end. And yeah, I didn't even remember yeah. what was on the Colbert questionnaire. I just knew I wanted to do it. Yeah, it's a nice way to end it, though. It is. It's just kind yeah. of... Uh, it's nice do we have to do a whole lot of heavy lifting. Mm-hmm. But I do like doing, you know um I, I do like getting stuff out on the friday so that was good it was easy people just said, "Hey, you got an extra hour yeah I got an extra hour have
3: you had uh, people get in contact and say about it or uh, yeah yeah i do I've got, I've, got, well, I've
2: got some uh, we ah, actually nice. we, we, we actually do a section in the in the podly and where we talk about uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll see you. how things you got a previous episode <laughs> but uh we do want to promote the upcoming this friday we've got our latest in our friends of the podcast our friends retrospective the one with the monkey Oh, Marcel. Where we meet Marcel the monkey. So uh, surprisingly, a better episode than I would have thought, because the monkey's not that heavily involved.
3: Didn't he hang around for about two or three episodes? Oh, the, what,
2: the monkey? Yeah, yeah. The yeah. monkey was around for, for, for a good year. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, Oh, okay. Yeah. I believe Marcel still exists when Julie's around in season two. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Makes uh, sense. And you know who else has been around? Longer than season two, all the way from the beginning, some of them. Uh, you. That's well, that's true. And you <laughs> and me. And yeah, you. We're, we're 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 BFE since day one. Yeah. And some of us, the, the following names, were BFE patrons since day one. I'm talking about Julie, right. Hermes, yeah. James Guzman, Come on, Lena you. Oberholzer. That's what I'm talking about. Anthony and Davies, that's what. Chris Peterson. Yeah. Randall, what's your handle? Silva. Ooh. Dwayne Smith. Dwayne Smith. The Yeet Meister. Oh yeah. Yeet. Reverend Bruce, yeah. Nate the Great, all right. Andy Dixon, yeah. Holly Callen, cool. Cheesy with a fish on a bike. Richard, yeah. And the Cool Cat, woo. Ryan Kukets, himself. Ryan Kukets himself. <laughs> so there we go. And we want to woo. thank uh, anybody who goes. Hey, I see value in what in what you guys are putting out.
3: Yeah, thank you so. Uh, much. We we always
2: appreciate that. Always, and always, always. We, we appreciate engagement. We also appreciate people who are like, hey, I want to. Ha- I, I get. I get a lot of entertainment out of this content let's help you keep the lights on a little bit and we, we always really appreciate that and, so thank and, you and, to everybody for that and i do engage in the twitter when oh, I see and we it. and we have when <laughs> remembers what twitter is he tries to but georgia ethan and myself are pretty heavily involved in the twitter group chat it's, it's a lovely little community we have on there it is, yeah. it is
3: i can never go back to the same thing i just looked at i don't know how yeah, that works we'll,
2: we'll talk about it um <laughs> Uh, something else, kind of a. Uh, I always have to bring up when we chart in new and interesting places, or if we spike in an interesting place. Yeah, we were the number two film review podcast in Uganda this week. Whoa, Whoa. yeah, that's cool. So we're leaving the light on still for Sierra Leone, always, always. always. <laughs> but Uganda was like, that is a new one for us. I'm sure of I was it. I wasn't expecting that. No, so hmm. uh, to whoever's out there, thank you very much. We need to get that map up on the wall. We need to do scratch those- off. Yeah, 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 it's a good yeah, idea. Yeah. Um, so let's do some reflections And corrections. corrections We'll start with how to lose a guy in 10 days The numbers are pretty good Oh good I wasn't really? sure how they'd be Especially after Joe versus the Volcano I was like okay maybe it's uh... It's a nice little rom-com though isn't it But it's, it's the right time It's late yeah, 90s yeah. early 2000s It's kind of a sweet spot um uh, so the numbers are all right. Uh just a couple last minute notes from a couple of people. Stu said this movie changes the way he says boo shit forever. <laughs> <laughs> boo shit. Uh, Josh Xer movie said, Oh, I noticed they do that in Hap Sarah Marshall, because there is one where it's like boo shit, boo shit, boo shit. But we went <laughs> this instead at first. That sounds very Canadian. Tap to it. What, the bullshit, bullshit, <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> I'm actually doing an impression of Kristen Bell doing an impression of Russell Brand. <laughs> <Brilliant>. <laughs> so, so I'm doing an American female but yeah. a she's a British comedian. Yeah, Brilliant. Well done. Thank you. Uh, 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 Ray from Bean Bookish postulated. I don't think I've ever used that word before. That's a nice word. Thank you. Ooh, I postulate. added that one today. Postulate. To propose a theory. To postulate. Mm it hit me. I was just going to write it down. I like, went, well, what if I said postulated here? I'm like, good word, Ian. Yeah. Yeah. I postulated that it might be a meta take on rom-coms in general. So do you think they're actively poking the holes in rom-coms? I said, I think you're giving it a little bit too much credit there. Yeah. It's a nice film. Yeah. That's where I'm at with it. It's a nice film. It is. Uh, David from Scripticle, uh thought he wanted to propose a counterpoint, and probably Georgia was here, she'd be interested in, in hearing this. He says he has some thoughts on Ben, Matthew McConaughey's character. If it shows another girl that was genuinely looking to have a relationship with him, then would the opinions of the hosts change? I think he's speaking about those of us who argued mm-hmm. that Ben isn't as guilty as and uh, Andy. Andy. Yeah, there we yeah, go. Yeah. Um, his plan is to we would go for a week, get the account, then dump her. Hardly gentlemanly, Liam. He mentioned you by name. <laughs> Shots <laughs> taken. There's a second person to bring your name for this as well. But he didn't dump her, did he? I guess the thing is, I would say David in response. Mm-hmm. If 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 Liam, if I can propose you, a thought, thank you. you. Do that. Thank you very much. Uh, I, I I would postulate <laughs> that. I do hear what you're saying, but there's never a point where he says, yeah, yeah, and then I'll dump her. That's never said. No. And you're asking me to believe in a situation that we're not actually driven down. So we can have all the hypotheticals we want. Yep. But that's not the situation. We know what's going on, and we know that's why she's specifically chosen by the Judy and Judy. Yep. So they would never have presented this even as a challenge if they didn't have insider knowledge that she's going to drop someone in 10 days. So the biggest crime I've got with Ben is arrogance. But he legitimately falls for her, I think. Yeah, and you see that. At no point does he say, I can't wait until when it's going well. Mm -hmm. At no point does he say. Yeah, I can't wait to drop her. At no point is he flirting with some other girl and going just three more days, and I can get with that girl. Nope. So I do hear what you're saying on sort of like in a vacuum, David, but this movie doesn't exist in a vacuum. We can't. We have to watch it. We, we have to watch the movie we were given, yeah. and we're not given that. If you want that side of it, you know, I think you're talking more about uh, uh She's All That. The Rachel yeah. Lee Cook thing oh, where, okay. where Freddie Prinze Jr. is like, I can get anybody. Mm-hmm. And then that was that a bit more mean spirited because she finds out it's a bet. And it wasn't a bet because like Andy's not chosen because she's ugly. No, nope. Andy's not chosen. If anything, Andy's chosen because she's unreachable. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas they purposely chose the girl and she's all that because she was considered undateable. Yes. It was a, mo- you know, the Heathers, that kind yeah. of, uh, what was it? Carrie. Carrie, carrie carrie's the one i'm thinking of, yeah. not heathers carrie the one where she's chosen because it's a joke it's the setup it's been done a thousand times you invite the girl to prom and then she comes on out and you egg her or something like that yeah, yeah, yeah. that's not what this movie was no it wasn't so i think what you're getting david is no <laughs> <laughs> put that in your pipe and smoke, smoke it. it yeah <laughs> uh, thanks thank, thanks for contributing no, though it's always you. good to yeah, have a chat always carlos says, Listen to the BFE's episode on How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, I have to laugh at the premise going over poor Liam's head. <laughs> I think this is a reference to everything Andy's doing, yeah, and yeah. you're like, oh, I don't like it, and we're like, that's the point. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that is you're not supposed to like it. <laughs> no, no, no. I did get a little bit heated now you, and d- you did get a bit heated. Yeah. Uh, as did George, it was one of those ones where it was just sort of sitting there going... I don't know why. You all are getting, it's a movie. It
3: is. It is a movie. <laughs> it's, it's, a movie. it's a movie. Let's I, have a I put myself in that situation. As does she. As yeah. does she. Or as yeah, yeah. did
2: she, at least maybe in the conversation. It's that objectivity where we can all present ourselves in arguments and uh, and uh we're arguing points of view. We're not arguing with each other. Mm-hmm. And it's that kind of ability where I think Ethan and I are able to be a little bit more objective. Yeah, you are. Yeah. And go, no, no, it's this. You're very good at stepping back. As is Meg's actually. I mean, when she was here, she's yeah. also very good at that. Yeah. Uh, but you and George are kind of like, like, like entrench yourself into the <laughs> argument you're like hunkering down with like supplies I was staring at a loaded gun on the table the
1: whole time and seeing both people just eyeing it up going I should remove the
2: gun from the table we may have edited some stuff out of last week's episode <laughs> <laughs> just put it like that um, well, we're all friends let's move on to when we were off script which we, we get along a lot yeah, better in those things yeah yeah, yeah. that's you, after you would not I would listen to the off script you would not know that happened just <laughs> moments <laughs> the first one. you guys are joking back and forth I was listening to it going oh this is completely different <laughs> uh, Ru- see what a movie can do and that's the friendship side of it though, where is, we're going yeah. yeah we're talking about movies even we disagree the 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 the, the years of history uh, I think come through uh, Russell the Post he says I really capital letters enjoyed this Aww. I love listening to you all chat it was nice to hear some love for the Lost Boys I don't know if I love the Lost Boys but I think it just means the idea we're talking about it you, you clearly love the lost boys oh, i love it yeah it's a great mix. of course you do
3: i'm not a, a horror fan so no but you are is, a lost boy um yeah i am <laughs>
2: yes i am yeah. stuck in the 80s don't want to grow up <laughs> never aging never die the amount of people that can't believe i'm in my 40s <laughs> it's unbelievable um where we at now um russell continues i listened to the whole thing this morning about five minutes after i listened to the whole thing i started work radio 2 then played christopher cross with the theme from arthur oh how serendipitous you might say very serendipitous
3: yeah oh i love
2: that uh Dwayne Smith. Dwayne Smith says your ch- chats and tangents are the favorite part, uh my favorite part of the podcast. I loved listening to Georgia talk about cheese. The green one sounds lovely. I should mention because I was listening to this, the green one is in reference to it's just this hard green wax, like Baby Bell comes in a yeah, red yeah. wax. Mm-hmm. It had like a green hard tangible wax you had to remove from it, and then it was that was a bit more mature than what I'm used to. Yeah, does she just kind of like a Baby Bell? I don't know what it was like because then she put it back in my fridge and didn't like wrap it up. <laughs> so it like dried out so i did oh, say georgia George, as yeah. always you're welcome to as, as all my friends are you're welcome to anything in my fridge just put it back in like a situation where what's it's a, what's the first it, thing i do i am not to be walking to your house walking yeah. your fridge well, what do you want to be what do you, you want wanna... that's fine I'd, I'd rather have it the opposite way i really would yeah, yeah, yeah um so there's that um what is liam thinking rubbery cheese no liam oh i love rubbery cheese <laughs> And he said, uh, "Enjoyed playing the uh, enjoyed the Colbert questions. Great hearing everyone's answers and playing along." No, honestly, that was a good. I like that. I like how it gave that little bit of structure at the end. That's always nice. It ties it up. It's nice. I said we were ready to sign off, and we just like I got one more question. I was looking back going, <laughs> "We really should." Once we're in the home stretch, yeah. just pivot on that for now. Just hold on to it for another thing. Yeah. I was like, well, I don't really care about savoury, sweet, or sweet sandwich. <laughs> so that that like, confused me. <laughs> we, we kind of moved past. The, we, were, we were wrapping things up. We were, but- we were, I
1: love the pacing of the Colbert question, because it was like, yeah, what's your favourite sandwich? Oh,
2: yeah, t- what do you think happens when we die? Yeah, it's great. It's all It's all over the place. You can't get too settled. <laughs> it, it keeps you moving. So whenever we do another one of those, and it might be a while, um, we will... Uh, well, definitely, I'll look for something to sort of wrap it up again. Yeah, so it was, nice. it was good having that. Yeah, it was good. Let's do some shout-outs. Uh, thanks to everyone who voted for today's movie. And what a close race it was. Yeah, you said, so, I, didn't, I didn't even know. The premise behind this, if it's your first time listening or if you've missed a few episodes, whatever the case might be, if if Hell's a Guy in 10 Days and Spice World wasn't in your bag, you're like, what are you guys talking about? Uh-huh. You you were here for those limbs. So. Oh, no. oh, yeah. was, I was, was, was agreeing with okay. you. Um, we each, as we do on most of these sort of holiday things, uh, we want to throw things to the the Patreon backers. We want them to have a say on what comes on the pod. It's really important to us that uh, they're part of our of of our journey. They part have some of control over part part yeah. part of our world. Yeah, Ooh. we want to be where the people in the microphone are. <laughs> Part of all their world. <laughs> nice. Um, and so we we all we each present a movie. And we knew George was going to be here. So Meg's even proposed a movie. I guess it worked out in the end. Yeah. But so I was like hubris all over the place. I was so arrogantly confident that I'm like, all of you guys are playing for second place. I thought you were going to be. The first very couple mentality. of years when we did polls for stuff, mine would always win in like a landslide. Uh-huh. And I always walked away going, I know I'm picking the winner. When I did scream, I'm like, I know I've picked the winner. <laughs> Whatever it was the next year, I'm like, I know I've picked the winner. So I won the first two. Yeah. And I'm like, all right So on like, this one When you guys did all yours I'm like, okay I feel really confident Because uh, jo- uh, George wasn't here, of course uh, Ethan brought the big sick Which I went too niche No one's going to know it Yep, yep. Uh, You I came at us with that. serendipity And I went, nice touch It's been a while And it wasn't ever that giant thing It wasn't, no And nor does it seem to have that legacy That's lived on it's like, I think How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days Has a bit of a legacy. Has more of a presence and legacy now It does, it does Than serendipity does It does, yeah And then uh, Megs chose something about Mary. Yep, and I went, ooh, too, the other side. It's a bit raunchy. Yeah, it's a bit raunchy. But so it still has that. Depending thing. on how old you were at that time, yeah, you might. Yeah, yeah. But you have to be the right age for that movie. You do because it was very much a you're in your early twenties kind of movie. It was, it was. or late teens. Yeah, and so I went. Harry met Sally. I'll have what she's having. I knew it was a bit old, but I thought much like Pretty Woman. Now, Pretty Woman's got a great. It's funny. I think Pretty Woman has the biggest legacy of them all. It does. But mm. I think When Harry Met Sally was still kind of enough. And it was a cinephile choice as well. You know what I mean? Like, it was. I love When Harry it's, Met Sally. It's one you hear on a lot of people's lists. Yeah, even yeah, even yeah. these boyfriendly lists. They go, Harry Met, they got respect for Rob Reiner. They got, yeah. you know, it's Billy Crystal. It's Meg Ryan. It's the most famous scene of any rom com, say, for um the case slapping you know, uh, on oh, yeah, yeah, pretty or you know amazing. you know the bit where she goes and goes you work on commission right outside of those scenes <laughs> that is the next biggest scene in any rom-com ever yeah true. that
1: delicatessen uh yeah it's because it's it's Ka- uh Cass's delicatessen uh i, w- I want to go there but i i didn't know it was that restaurant and then uh there was a documentary was like yeah we're there when harry met sally uh deli yeah, we're too busy
2: because of the film. Yeah, but that's good. And, I mean, and it's it's mum mom who does is, who does the lines. That's brilliant. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I'm really excited about this. And then we came for the votes last week, and uh, Ethan's vote movie got zero votes. <laughs> And then it was a really Respected. tight three-way sort of split. But I my, my movie came in third, which I could not believe. <laughs> you mm, oh, I was like, <laughs> I, was I, give up. I, I really gave up. Was. I really, when she was on a tie, I was like, okay, so my movie's got a tie. We'll put it back out there. I'll probably win. And then when she went third place was when Harry met Sally. I kind of, it was. it's my tone of voice is the exact same as when Jay Salahi found out Georgia gave train spotting two out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> it's just this, What? <laughs> I was like, I could not believe. Like, I was like Donald Trumping. I was going like, "This is fake news. There's no way this is accurate." Yeah, and I was the other way. I was like, "Really? Mine's got through." Yeah, and what? then serendipity, and then that. So I said, "Well, we'll give it 24 hours." I and mean, we even put in, in the in the Twitter poll. We'll give it 24 hours. Yeah. And then no one else came forward to vote, and we're like, "All right." I'm like, "We, we can't wait on this forever, though. I need to have no. a pick." Yeah, yeah. So I thought, "All right, we'll 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 extend it out." And I said to Georgia, "I said, okay, pull it. I'm gonna close the poll." I'm gonna go ahead and put it on the Twitter, and she went all. The way. Said, no, no, just, just the two, because it was down to two. This is yep. a tiebreak, yeah, one yeah. or the other. And I sat there and watched as they played like a game of ping pong for 24 <laughs> hours. <laughs> wow! Because something about Mary would go two votes ahead, yeah, and then serendipity catch up, and it would go two votes ahead, and then it would go up by one, then it would go up by three, and then it would go up by two. It was like watching an NBA basketball game. The wow. league kept changing. Wow. Ian so,
1: put this message in the group chat, and I was like, "You're not gonna fucking believe this." Yeah. I was expecting to be like really bad movie news or something. Like this film no. that we were looking, for. I was like, "With like what?" With like thirty votes in, it was fifty yeah. <laughs> fifty. My brain was like, "What did Ezra I was, Miller do? I what would I was, have
2: happened if that has just been?" I was going to rec- I was, I was going to get Georgia to do something with Pip. Uh, she doesn't know okay. this. I was going to get her to like put like. Have like two bowls of food. One would be serendipity. One would be <laughs> oh, uh, something about Mary. It, and yeah, whatever yeah. bowl Pip went to, With that would. Be, and we would film it, and that would be the win. Wow! Because I'm like, I got. I need an answer like now. At some yes, point, you yes. have to give the sixth, the fifth chair challenge, uh, a chance to go ahead. Ethan, can you do me a favor while I'm thinking about it? Yeah. Can you message Georgia and see if she can send you some screen caps of if anybody got it on the fifth chair challenge? Can do. She said she was open to it. She's expecting it. Oh, so. uh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Because I checked. I said, do you want me to have the Patreon login information? And she went, no. <laughs> like, oh, okay. <laughs> she wasn't like that. I said, here's the two options. She went, oh, I just send you. I went, okay, that's cool.
0: Um,
2: uh, and so, but what happened through that 24 hours is a few of our listeners started like, like, it was like a, it was like a, an election. They right. were like rallying and trying to, they were like trying to drive people to the polling booth to vote. <laughs> Because I purposely didn't put any hashtags on it. Yeah. Because I didn't want to do what Ethan did famously no. <laughs> with Coraline a few years <laughs> back. Geez. Where if it's Tim Burton fa- this the, the Tim Burton fan base went, we all love Coraline. Yeah, and we went, yeah, okay, yeah. it doesn't really reflect what it's supposed to be. No.
1: I'd like to make a public statement. I rewatched that uh, this weekend.
2: Yeah, it's not as good as I remember it. Really. Yeah. <sighs> Again, I appreciate the artistry in yeah. the stop motion, yeah. but it's just not my thing. No, I'm I
1: still like it, but I'm like... This is good, but what was I
2: thinking? Yeah. Um, so uh, Russell and Hermes were both pushing very hard for their respective films. <laughs> uh, Hermes really was like on team Ian. He's like, we can't have Ian have to watch Cameron Diaz for two hours. <laughs> Which actually good talking way. about Mary so early. Yeah. We hadn't cottoned on yet. Because so, so, in Mary, she's kind of the manic pixie dream girl. She's just this idea of a woman. I right I've, i think i've only ever seen it once so there's no real it's very little acting she has to do she just yeah. has to be this ideal uh-huh right is matt dylan in it i want to think so yeah 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 i think so um and then Russell goes, aw, now I'm not going to be treated to hearing Ian talk about his favorite actress with semen stuck in her hair. <laughs> uh, for the record, that's a scene from the movie. Um, and so, yeah, there were people who were brusseling and then uh, Dwayne, Smith Dwayne Smith just came in with, yay, another film I haven't seen.
0: Good <laughs> <laughs> on, Dwayne.
2: Brilliant. You could look at this, as this podcast, Dwayne, as a recommendation list of stuff you might want to check out. Yeah. Just a thought uh other peeps who we want to give some love to josh my next favorite movie thanks oh, for the love yeah. russell the posty of course for the love uh kev from the podcast that wouldn't die happiest man in podcast. Oh, i gotta man. find a way to get him on somehow yeah uh jay Salaki, i want to say this pray for jay uh did you guys see ethan did you see this no i don't think i have jay's broken his hand in three places no oh no i think sam Ramy finally got to him heard <laughs> <laughs> all the things we said because remember he held him hostage while we were doing yeah. the pod yeah <laughs> kept losing his signal all sorts of stuff uh-huh. yeah so i have posted oh, I'm, I'm overusing the word yeah. uh, i have suggested to him that uh hey we should have him back and he said great let me know what what movie you want to have me on for and i said or you could pick Ooh. oh what would a what would a proper film director choose if yeah. he was given so i've put that out there I'll, I'll, I'll direct message him later and be like well so clear it yada 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 because nice. it might come up with something. but i'm very curious to see Fred if he Tiwi. picked Ooh. what he might come up with yeah, yeah you never know you never know um so here we are um we've also got sci-fi remnant for the love um hermes and the gift of the week rules you wanted to talk about oh okay because you know the rule for the gift of the week if someone else positions the same answer you did, it's a disqualification. It's null and void. It's null and void, yeah. And he goes, Well, clearly that's not fair to the person who does it first. <laughs> but I'm going, Well, how original can your thought be, though, if someone copies it? It's not the idea that someone, you know, you had it in first that's the problem. It's the idea that you can't with something that someone else also did. Yeah. So the violation is just not being creative. Now, are you responsible for after you? Well, choose a little bit more, think a little bit more laterally. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I see? <laughs> So I posted a GIF that says some men just want to watch the world burn, and that's me. <laughs> that's true. That's, that's true. true. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> you so, like to stir the pot. GIF of the week. <laughs> Liam, do you remember what your word was for last week?
3: Uh, so, Let me look back at my notes diamonds
2: are a girl's best friend well, i actually
3: thought jewelry but then i went it's not jewelry but i knew it was diamonds
2: diamonds yeah so we had uh we had submissions from hermes josh chris peterson ian davies script uh, david from scriptical uh so a smaller list than maybe usual this week uh, i would go with i'm I'll go through all of them so Her- hermes did a simpsons reference i didn't know what the character was but it was clearly the simpsons in some oh, okay. sort of episode where they go for diamonds i'm hoping nobody went for marilyn monroe no one did good Oh, I would have been well up for that. No, but that's just... Everyone go to that, don't they? I guess so. I don't think that's what they were thinking. They were thinking everybody's going to go for this. Maybe. Josh, from the next different movie, went for Kick-Ass. There's some sort of diamond reference. I think it was Kick-Ass anyway. I've never seen Kick-Ass. Oh, okay. Uh, Chris Peterson did a Chandler Bing reference. My bing-a-ling. Um, yeah, it's the thing where he complains and says, oh, no, no, my beautiful girlfriend wants to have sex with me. On another never note, like, my uh, my diamond shoes are too tight and my wallet's too small for the for, the, for my 50s or something like that. <laughs> um... Which I I'll make a story about that a bit. (laughs) Uh, Ian Davies uh, had a gif from um, oh 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 Ferris Bueller's Day Off, where he says Cameron's so tight if you stuck a piece of coal up his ass it turned into a diamond. Yes, yes, yes. And then Scriptical just did a gif of Dustin Diamond, Uh, Dustin Diamond, who of course was was on Screech, Screech on Saved by the Bell. Yeah, I appreciate the 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 lateral move. It just wasn't the competition was too high. It wasn't enough on its own this week. Uh So I would give that third place. Uh, I would go second place, Ian Davies for Cameron's uh, Cameron is so tight that he's gonna produce diamonds. Number one's absolutely Chandler Bing talking about. <laughs> it's, it's a classic friend's joke. It's also a high quality gift and not like an HD. Oh you like mm, Oh, okay. oh it's like not have have a, a squint gift. to read the text. And I say this because I don't put a bunch of gifts up every week for when we do shout outs. So yeah, yeah, yeah. the struggle's real. But there's that. It also reminded me of, I quoted this joke. I forget who it was. It was, I'm sorry, I don't forget who it was. I know exactly who it was. It was my ex-sister-in-law. She was saying something about how, oh, our kitchen, we've had to remodel it. And, oh, there's too much. Some of the cupboards are too high. We have too, we don't have enough stuff to go into our cupboards. And I was like, so I went, so I quoted and went, oh, no, poor you. Your diamond shoes are too tight and your wallet's too small for all your 50s and then she like deleted it i went did you delete my comment she went yeah you were telling everybody we were so rich (laughs) so i actually had to find her the clip on youtube and sent it to her and went no no i'm saying you're complaining about a problem that most people would love to have that's the joke i'm making here oh yeah some people some that's a good way to put it some people But you know what some people do? They give us a review and you could too. Apple or Spotify. I hear five is a nice number. Five is the magic number. Can we talk about this for a couple of minutes? I got a few things. Number one, the Super Bowl. Super Super the Superb Owl. Yeah. Uh, Ethan, you, you, you correct, yeah. you correctly predict. It's only two teams. So yeah, yeah, how, how does your powers of punditry go? Does it go to other footballs as well? So let's take let's a look. Let's find out. It's the Philadelphia Eagles. And the Kansas City Chiefs. Your 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 choice on this one here. I like Eagles, so I'm going to say Philadelphia Eagles. You know what? I'm on the same side as Ethan, so I feel pretty good about it. Yeah. Uh, I'm <laughs> going to say you the other then. I'm going to go upset. You're going to root, yeah? Because Liam's going to stick around. He's not going to watch the Super Bowl. It starts at 11:30 British time tonight. Yeah, so I'm so going once this is over. Cities. We're going to make some chili. Chili. Liam doesn't know yet, but he's helping. Uh, Ooh, yeah. <laughs> I said to you I'd like yeah. to help. We're, we're going to do that, we're going to make yeah. some salsa, and we're going to do some salsa and chips, and we're going to have uh, some chili, and I got Fritos on one day. I, I met Liam. Talk about serendipity. <laughs> I met Liam yesterday. Uh, we were at Richard, who's been on the podcast, to yeah, talk yeah, to yeah. us about Days of Thunder yeah. amongst other films, but definitely Days of Thunder. I remember that one. And uh, a Bond film, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. He did Casino Cena Royal, yeah. Yeah. And so we, we, we love Richard. And so we do, we do. Richard was having a birthday do. celebration. Wanted birthday, to, they actually rented out a screen of a cinema that we have here in our local area up at the Corn Exchange. Yep. Which you can do, which got me thinking of some ideas. I know. Ooh. I'm just going to say this. BFE meetup? What? Ooh. What? Ooh. For our UK-based peeps? Ooh. What do you think? Whoa. I'm just going to throw that out there. That uh, is hot news off the that's press. That's hot news because I got a hold of Liam last night and you, was like, you did. I got an idea. And I was like, so I'm just going to pitch yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If there's interest. I didn't think he was going to pitch it this early. Nope. If there, so. I, I want to garner interest. Is there interest out there from, oh, from, okay, from, yeah. from our UK peeps? Get a hold of That'd us on the Twitter at cool. bestfilmeverpod. <laughs> that is cool. Direct message. You don't have to do it publicly, whatever the case might be. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, just garnering interest. And you can come and yes. Because something like that in the summertime would be kind of a it, nice way to do it. It would be great. Yeah, it? yeah. So um richard wanted to see a movie and so his uh lovely wife debbie rented out the the, the cinema for quite a reasonable fee yep and we watched uh top gun <laughs> you did <laughs> it just so happened that while we were at the local charming eatery Weatherspoons beforehand <laughs> which is a, a a chain of british pubs there's nothing like it in america i can't even make a, a, a comparison to it oh okay um It's kind of what Tom Cruise was hoping to do at the end of cocktail by, like, licensing this (laughs) branded bar. But imagine the bar serves food and it's more like a pub. Yeah. 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 And they all pretend they look different, but they're all the same. Yeah, they're all the same. Um My first moved to England, I went to the Corn Exchange in Barry St. Edmonds. The Corn Exchange in Barry St. Edmonds is now a Weatherspoons. Is it? And it's, they oh, it's a lot this, of old buildings. Oh, it's, this, it's a beautiful building. Yeah, they buy a lot and of so old so I buildings. had this, so it's, it's all like little cheap pub food and all that stuff. And I was like, this place is amazing. And I thought I had to go there to get the food as well. I'm like, oh, it's a nice breakfast. I thought the chips were a bit too potatoy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I'm like, yeah, because I'm used to like North American fries at that point, right? <laughs> yeah. But whatever, yada, yada, yada. And then I finally realized, oh, like, this, these, these things are, like, everywhere. But the one in Barry St. Edmonds is still the nicest one I've ever been in. The nicest one
3: I went in was um, Winter Gardens, and that was
2: Harrogate recently.
3: Okay. Yeah, that was really nice. I had, like, a, a grand staircase that went
2: down to the bar. Isn't there one? Didn't we go when we were doing the, the BFE on tour of summer? Wasn't there one in the train station? i'd had a few by that point that
3: was that was great though that was cool because the trains
2: came right up to the outside didn't it absolutely it was brilliant we should do another one of those next summer we should we should get ethan to come with yeah that would be fun i would like that we'll do bfe on tour um so uh so we went there and as we're there who walks up but liam yeah because you were gonna join us but then you realized you were double booked yeah and so you sent a little bit of apology notice but you dropped by and i thought i was gonna drop by and give a hug and all that sort of stuff and now your your lovely girlfriend and you went and sort of had dinner and i could we we're sort of messaging each other from like across it was the we were like 15 feet away but we're not talking <laughs> we're just because you're like one table between our section and your section yeah, so we're weird. just doing and we're not chronically like ignoring everybody else but no, it's just no, weird no, no, this no. messages back and forth yeah 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 uh because that's how i found out what, what what the fee was for the cinema and i went oh that's 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 not unreasonable. No, that's pretty good. I could deal with that. So, uh, and then we went to the cinema, and Liam had said he was going to the, the cinema in town. And we're like, all right, no worries. So I went over to the Corn Exchange. Uh, this one's not a Weatherspoons. This <laughs> one's adjacent to a Weatherspoons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh And up we went. It's a beautiful building. They're going to refurb. And it, luck would have it. Uh, it's also, so in the downstairs portion is like a stage where they bring in like touring musicals, things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Chicago's Blues Brothers, the musical, was, was in town and a colleague of mine was at that so i was like oh hey how you doing and then liam walks in with this girlfriend like, what are you doing here you had <laughs> you had your cinema wrong and you thought we were the other cinema yeah, and all sorts of confused. stuff and so it turns out our two cinemas were like side by side they and he's upstairs so you could just easily walk back and forth between the two if you wanted to yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh no it was it was it was it was quite a fun night so uh so yeah um, but it was at that point when I was talking to you, this is where it gets back to it. I realized I didn't have any Fritos for, for for the for the chili. I can't make Frito pie. And I was able to hop on. I'm like, what are the odds Amazon can get it to me in a day? Because I thought it's international food. You don't know if they have it in reserve, right? Yeah, true. Mm. No, nope, they had it. I was able to get two bags ready to go. So oh. they're in the they're in the box. I'm ready That's to incredible, to, Oh, what a what a what a crazy world we live in. Because yeah. from back when I was living in England in the in the in the eighties and oh in the, in the eighties. And then when I moved back to Canada in the 90s, like you know, once you move, like that's it. Like your chance for getting food from the other place is just. Do you know someone who's going over? Yeah. yeah. So you know, my my ex's brother at one point was when we were still dating. He was going over to England to visit uh, a girlfriend of his. He was doing a long distance relationship for a bit, and I was like, "Can you bring me back this this and I copy a football manager because because like Ethan, I'm mad into my football, <laughs> <I am. laughs> and he was he was able to do that stuff. But really, like the amount you'd pay in shipping and stuff, and that was even in an internet world at that point. But, like, if you were to the 90s, like, you, there's no internet, you had to, to pick up a phone and find someone to talk into shipping it to you. Like, yeah. it just didn't happen. Nope. So what a great world we live in.
3: I know. I remember when I went over to the States when I was 22, I went into a Walmart, and I was looking for tea. And I found Tetley Tea.
2: Hey. Oh, God. That was, it was just, oh, it's, 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 it's the best way you to get, buddy.
3: Oh, that was amazing. That's really upsetting. Hey, don't don't diss the Tetley Tea. Oh, I rank
1: Telly oh, at the I have a ranking. God. Telly's at the bottom, God. and Twining's and Yorkshire Tea at the top. Ooh. I do have
2: George's pick. She sent them to me. So, oh, yeah. okay, cool. Cool. As long as, as long as one of them, ha- one of us have it. Yeah, 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 that's all good. Um, and so that's the one thing I wanted to talk about. Excellent. I thought a beer fell over for me. <laughs> no, you're <laughs> right. If we can't get like great footage of a squad, it's everywhere. <laughs> 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 I would say, on a side note, we've we've begun the mistake contest. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm getting a lot of messages from some people who are calling out mistakes that aren't mistakes. Oh, that mistakes. Please, if you think you found one, go back and listen to it. And check. Like three times. Yeah. Make sure it is a mistake. Because I love, I got no issues pushing the yellow button on myself. Mm -hmm. But when I have to go back and argue, no, I didn't do this, (laughs) I've said just the opposite of what you think I've said. And there's a couple of people. Who, I, hey, I appreciate it. You're really into it. And that's that's great. And we're going to get you a, a T-shirt. It'll have to be yellow because yeah. it's the yellow button moment. Yes, it, it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll call them king of the yellow button moment or something like that. <laughs> uh, but please, 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 please just make sure it is a mistake. Or mistake made. Yes. Mm. Don't let you be the mistake that's been made. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, and then one more thing. Let's talk about podmin. Yeah. Oh. Because uh, I have been quite... We are rambling a little bit long this week, but we, we, we have very short, little content movie, for the film to talk yeah, yeah, about. Yeah. So I am cognizant of this, folks. Uh, if you look at the overall runtime it will not be one of our longest ones. <laughs> Famous last words. Knock on wood. <laughs> I can't wait to be four hours long. So very I, intense debate. So I've been kind of been unapologetically going to pod being, no, you guys are screwed up. Yep. And they've gone, well, you know, it's 24 to 48 hours, Apple says. And I said, hang on, though. Apple and Spotify both didn't update. Are you trying to tell me that both of those companies... Had the same mistake that were both resolved at the exact same time, and therefore it's not your problem. And so uh, I was then put forward to someone from the customer service specialist team. Yeah, someone who's like the next level up. Yep, not the top top, just next level. Pretty good. Oh, okay, good. Um, and says here's the issues, yada yada. You had this, 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 and this. okay. Okay, you're using a lot of a lot of techno babble speak. Yep. I said respectfully, you know this is going over my head. Yep. So you can say anything. Oh, it's a flip flappy doo cashy spash dash. You hickey. Oh, if I'd known it was a flippy doo dab cash dash, I well oh, by all means. I said, you're not playing this game where you're confusing me with your, with your techno speak. Surely this should not be something I should have to worry about. Surely when we put out a podcast, you can understand that it's important that we appear on our subscribers lists. Mm hmm. As a result, people aren't listening. And I put a lot of time into the episode specifically. That had to be the resties, right? I put a lot of time in that episode, and then people did not hear it. That also feels not only from a thing, um, not only from a uh, the podcast and how it looks, but also my, my, my personal amount of effort. Yep. It feels defeating. Uh-huh. And I said, we pushed out, and we promoted heavily when it was coming out. And as a result of what's happened, the technical glitch— we kind of got made to look unprofessional, if not like liars. Mm-hmm. Which and, is not what we... What, and I got a problem with that no. because the fault was not mine. The fault was in somewhere in your system. Yep. And then I got, well, we do have... I said, everybody on their social media team said they were at a conference. I'm like, surely you can leave one person to fix problems. And I got, well, actually, we do have a support team who you can email from the bottom of every page. And that's why I knew I had them. I said, respectfully, here's the email I sent them. <laughs> that it took them 35 hours to respond to. Wow. And they went, oh. Oh. And I went, yes. I don't say this to be pedantic. I say this so that when you come back at me with this, you need to know that's not the truth. Mm -hmm. That this thing you think is this trump card you had back was not the case. And if that's what you think that your people are getting, it did not happen on this occasion. So what they have come back to me with, besides, and, and the person I'm speaking to has been absolutely... The opposite, like rather than give me like things on a flowchart, which I'm sure exist for a reason. They're not. They're not just reading off the thing. They're directs. not just reading off a script. They're engaging in a conversation. Good, good, good. And so they've pitched. They've pitched this to me. Yep. They've pitched that they, as Podbean, want to feature Best Film Ever as one of their um, heavily suggested podcasts of the week. Wow. Oh, or of the month, an upcoming thing. Yeah. So on March 13th, apparently they're gonna. Prom- they're, they're gonna. They're gonna put us all over there front screens and things like that to push the pod wow. towards other people. So will this be acceptable? As I said, that is a thoughtful, measured and acceptable response because what you've taken away in timing, you're now hopefully going to make up for it in, in uh, exposing us to a bunch of new eyeballs. Yeah, 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 yeah. So mm. I said that, that feels like it's a, uh, a proportionate response. Yes. Yes. So in that regard, it's taken a while. And if I came on here and slammed him, I do want to say, so March 13th is the date. <laughs> so I will be looking to see how, how I'll be logging on on March 13th to make sure that we're, we're, we're plastered all over it. But yeah.
3: That's, that's pretty cool. So I'm pretty happy. Yeah. If yeah, this goes yeah, through, yeah. I'm pretty happy. It's so. nice that somebody actually took the time to listen yep. and acknowledge, you know, how, um,
2: how, we, how we, seriously we take this pod. And they've mentioned that they have an all, I, I, I know like they're like meeting schedule. Mm -hmm. they have now poppy (laughs) and they've said (laughs) we have a meeting on this which is always i'm going to look into how you were left hanging for that long and i'm like good thank you for that i also like now i've got the email address of someone on the inside Ah, for future reference nice cool that's going to be handy
3: absolutely
2: so um on one level really not happy with that first level of support yeah but who I don't want to get the person's name out no, just because no, no, no. but I couldn't, and I said i couldn't I could not be more impressed with this person I, who's on that next level Oh so that's, that's an cool.
1: amazing like reconciliation, yeah,
2: as far can as that know, goes, I was that, very, and I was sitting there going, oh, there's not really a, a great second no, whoever no. that next choice is, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. perfect for us. The no. best solutions if we can make this work with Podbean. Yes, 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 yes mm. and it has, so I'm hopeful. That also, whatever happened, will create change and da 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 da. Because you know, we're not we're not doing the free feed. There are places where you can post things for free. We choose to pay. Yeah, we do, we do. But as a result of choosing to pay, then I I don't think there's anything wrong with going. I expect a level of customer support. No, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And podcast is a timely thing. It, uh, yes. It's a timely thing. Yes. I've seen the hours you put in. <laughs> <laughs> Bless you. So that's the end of that. So uh, hopefully it is a positive. Well, thank you to uh, that person
3: at Podbean who yes. you took the time yeah. to engage with you
2: and suggest that. Yeah, it's a very, it's a very, it feels like it's a very positive ending. So yes, that's good. yes, yes, yes. Mm. One last announcement I want to make, and you guys don't have any knowledge of this one either. So, ba-ba-da-ba, ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba. I should get that one from... I'm totally going to change. You know the sticker worthy? I'm going to just sort of get rid of the sticker worthy <laughs> and just have that for general announcements because it's a great little bit. It is. Um, we. It's time to do another re, real round table. We haven't done one in a while. Yes, because yeah. were we supposed to do a Nicolas Cage one? No, not Nicolas Cage. Nicholas Cage was... We were going to. Nicholas Cage is the one that we never got around to. Because oh, okay. we were going go go to do Nick Cage yeah. and then Bruce Willis came out Bruce, as sick. That's it, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we went... Okay, we'll do. I think we put it to a vote, and Bruce won. We went, Okay, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll and, and then, the Queen died, and we went, "Oh, yes." Okay, let's do the Queen as a royal roundtable, and then and we things got, got busy, yeah, and yeah, so yeah. we'll do that in May. Yeah, yeah, for the coronation. So now it's like, does it feels like it's not the right time necessarily to, to do Nick Cage, mm-hmm. but we will do. We every now and then we come up with one, and we go ahead and we put it to the 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 Patreon as well, and I want to keep doing that as well because I like them having ownership of what we do. Yep. But I'm making an executive decision, but it's an executive decision that kind of, well, Felix made it. <laughs> Come on, Felix. But it was only after he read a tweet that came to us from friend of the podcast, Cheesy, where he had an idea specific to one individual, and I've kind of extrapolated it out. What we're going to do our next Real roundtables on is, and I'm really excited about this. Go on. Because it's, it's one of those key conversations. Mm-hmm. Best movie themes. Oh, Oh. And I'm upping it. Ooh. for the bfe and for our patreon backers i'm gonna let you drop in in order your top 20 wow because 10 too little yeah yeah but i just for, thought I'm like 15 already but for our but for our our anybody outside of the patreon we usually do a bfe top five yep yep bfe top 10 oh there we are there Ooh. you go you can have your top 10 and they can be counted in as well, because uh, it's too big of a conversation to limit it to ten or five. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> sorry if you're not if you're not if you're not part part of the Patreon thing. tweets, well, a are you to have a hard time getting more than more getting ten on there to begin with. So you may have to get creative. with your uh, movie names or you may have to string them together as one of two, two of two, yada yada yada. Yeah. yeah. But that's what we are going to do. So we're going to look to drop that. I would guess sometime late February, early March. Yep. Yeah, we'll see about that. Uh, look and see when we're not doing like a sue. Give us a few weeks to promo it and yada yada yada. So probably early March, I would guess. I'll look at the schedule for a time we're doing a movie that's not super long. Yeah, yeah. that'd be good. And we'll drop that <laughs> one on there. So there we go. So that is probably a record for talking before we actually got into the movie. I think it is. Yeah, I think you're, I think you're right. It's That's okay. Just past three That's quarters okay. An hour. So why are we doing this? We talked about this. Uh, we were doing Serendipity because it won the poll. What was the pitch? And let me just hit this button with Felix's voiceover. A couple searches for each other years after the night they first met, fell in love, and separated, convinced that one day they'll end up together. It's got good pipes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something familiar. He just explodes I'd like, in I'd like, explodes I'd like, explodes I'd like out. to
3: become a little bit more of a a permanent fixture, a little bit more of a
2: thing. Yeah. See, we should have. I should have invited him round once we realized that Megs wasn't coming around. We we had a microphone. Yeah. It's hard oh. to pin him down though. He's so busy. He is. We don't usually see him in person. Usually, he just sort no, of he, you just know, send in the he sends in stuff. Yeah, yeah. And anyway. yeah. uh, but, but Serendipity was directed by Peter Chelsom, who've. <laughs> <laughs> also done. Shall we dance? Oh. And and Hannah Montana the movie. <laughs> and that's not me being mean. Those are his two biggest hits. Wow. <laughs> Ethan's clapping off. Mike, he's muted himself, but he is clapping. <laughs> written by Mark Klein, of whom I could find no other writing credit on Wikipedia, so there's no link to him. Well, I think I think he may have written the book. This might be based off a book. I'm they always sure. say that everyone's got one book in them, don't they? Yeah. <laughs> Cinematography by John deborman, I will say this I liked the cinematography In this you film You did You got all At one point Yeah yep. oh, A couple of places I was like yeah, What's yeah. going on <laughs> um, So uh, he's d- done Cinematography for Made in Dagenham Oh cool Oh Last nice. Chance Harvey Which I really like I guess it's a lovely little film it's, Emma Thompson and Dustin Hoffman Dustin Hoffman Yeah 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 And then the full Monty Oh Great movie. <laughs> love the Vomonti, yeah, yeah. and then music by i don't know some guy who might feature on a list or two of mine coming up for that best mm. musical themes uh alan silvestri yeah who's done well here what, uh, three of these four are probably going to be on my list of 20 back to the future yeah forrest uh, gump yeah lilo and stitch wow yeah <laughs> the avengers
3: do you know what right if you're if you're a composer uh, that do movies and stuff. Yeah, you, you've pretty much got a solid career, haven't you? There's not many out there. There's probably about five or six that are regular. Yeah, and uh, you know, I mean, look at John Williams. He holds the record, doesn't he? For what? For Oscars.
2: Oh, I would imagine so. I haven't looked it up, but I would imagine so. Yeah, do you know it what I mean? His birthday uh, it, was, yesterday.
3: it was it. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, he's got <laughs> quite a few. I mean, that's that's not nothing, nothing to be sniffed at, is it?
2: Oh no, I mean, he's, he's the king of the. Uh... He's, he's the king of the movie theme. I think we probably should talk more about Silvestri in, in that conversation because he's got some big hitters. Oh, here.
3: yeah, yeah. Back to the future. I mean, I think back on. to
2: the future. If I remember my conversation with Dylan Gladhorn, which you'd still listen to and really should, really should, I might even see if he's up for, for joining us. Oh, cool. That yeah. might be interesting. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That'd be cool. Um, but yeah, music by, uh, he says that Silvestri was basically tasked with can you write a John Williams score? And he went, yeah, I think I can. And Back to the Future is what he comes up with. Which point I'm going, nailed it. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, you you talk about your 80s John Williams. You got, you know, Indiana Jones, E.T., e, yeah. Superman, yeah. Star Wars. Like, like maybe the hipster of Star Wars, which might be a league unto itself. Yeah. But those other yeah. three, um, and I just mean, like, as full scores. Like, individual themes, you can, you can talk to the, the merit of those. Mm-hmm. But I'll put Back to the Future up against any of those other three movies. Yeah, me too. Me too. Easily. Yep. Easily. It's yep. fantastic. Yeah. Mm. Um, the first time I saw this, uh, Liam, you want to talk about yours? Um, I, uh, I didn't
3: see this at the, the movie, uh, the pictures. I saw this um, on VHS, and I just one of them once. I love Kate Beckinsale, and her father used to be in a comedy program over here in England called Porridge. I've heard of Porridge. Yeah, and he died quite young, and he was like my favorite character in Porridge. Um richard Beckinsale, and he died quite young and so to have his daughter uh, become an actress um i didn't put the two and two together until obviously the the last name and uh i saw in a few things beforehand and i thought i love her let's give it a watch because i like john cusack and john cusack at the time was doing um teen coming of age stuff and this was like probably his breakout to more adult stuff, maybe I think. So I like John Keysack. and uh, so I thought, give it a watch. You know, weren't expecting too much, and this took me on a journey. And I was just like, oh my god, this is amazing! Oh, this is how I imagined my love story to unfold, and and I've loved it ever
2: since. You putting yourself in the movie? I did, I did, I did. <laughs> um, Ethan,
1: probably like ten, eleven years ago, really. Yeah, my mum was watching it. And she... See, my mum probably has face blindness as well because for some reason she got John Cusack mixed up with Hank Azaria. And she That's was like, a pretty big mistake. big mistake. I yeah. know!
2: Like Hank Azaria's not a bad-looking dude, but their voices are really different. Completely.
1: Yeah. And she was like, yeah, I think Hank Azaria's in this. And I was like, oh, I, li- I like The Simpsons, okay. And then I was like, this, is, this isn't this is Hank Azaria, but I'm strapped in for the ride.
2: <laughs> I was not impressed as a child. <laughs> uh this is my first watch oh, always something i wanted to watch and never got around I, I love the premise i remember the trailer really vividly this concept it's got that christmas vibe about it as well yeah i love th- i mean it's a, it's it, only in a rom-com could this sort of thing exist oh yeah, yeah, yeah. so but I, I love i love the setup in the premise it was one that was always on my i should get around to watch that one day list and never did i'll tell you what was fun watching you watch it yeah, because I had some moments. Yeah, there, I had some there, moments. There were moments like, no! Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, So let's go ahead with our deep dive. We yeah. begin with... Oh, sorry, let's do the context corner. It won't take long. Um, Serendipity was shot in New Jersey, New York City, and I wasn't sure about this, because it said Ontario and San Francisco, California. So I don't know if it meant Ontario was in the province of Ontario. Oh, okay. Or if it meant Ontario, because Ontario is the name of a city yes. in California. Have I shared the story about my luggage getting lost? No. Maybe not on mic, but I think I've, I think you've heard. Yeah, yeah. So when I was about 20, that sounds about right, I was in, yeah, I was 20. Uh, just before I t- turned 21, I was living in Phoenix for a year. Yep. Doing some motivational speaking, all sorts of stuff. And uh, on the way home, I just I think I lost my return flight ticket. And it was back in the day before you just look up. Yeah, today, yeah. you just look up your sale and go, I bought a ticket. Can I have it? Yeah, yeah. I don't even know where you'd start in 1999, 2000 to look that sort of stuff up. <laughs> I'd be lost. <laughs> I, guess, I guess my parents could have phoned the travel agent we got it through and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. But yeah, it didn't happen. So as a result, uh, we ended up go- so I was sitting there going, what can I do? And then Greyhound announced you could go anywhere they traveled that summer for $69 if you bought two weeks in advance. Now they're thinking you might go from like Dallas to LA, to l a or from New York to Philly you know what I mean yeah, yeah. no one's thinking you're gonna go across the continent. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, hello.
0: <laughs> so I've, been, I've been living
2: in Phoenix for a year, so I've got all my stuff at nineteen twenty, whatever you thought was the worldly possessions that you need in your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Including like a full out like multi disc stereo. Wow. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my guitar and my clothes I had tons of stuff. Sixty nine dollars. But I'm really conscious about okay, there's a lot of there's a few changes I gotta make. And the first one, the first big one was I had to go to Dallas. Was there a stop before that? I think we might have stopped in El Paso, Texas. I think we did stop in El Paso, Texas. We did because El Paso, Texas, is. so we had to go south first to to El Paso, Texas. And uh, when we got outside of El Paso, they stopped us and they went, if you're not an American, I want to see your passport now, 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 now. (laughs) And you being your young 21 self. (laughs) I mean, if you want proof of systemic racism, it's coming. Oh, okay. Because I'm aware of why we're being stopped. We are literally like you could throw a baseball and it would land in Mexico. You yeah. know what I mean? Like <laughs> El Paso's right on the border. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they said, if you're not an American citizen, I am not an American citizen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I got marked my passport out, and this 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 member of home i don't know what they are—Homeland Security or Border Force or whatever it is—yeah—came yeah. up to me and looked at me and looked at my passport, and went, Canada? <laughs> like, Canada! Might be the first time he's seen one of those on one of those buses. <laughs> and I went, yes, sir. And they went, are, are you, are you going to be home by the time this visa ends? And Ironically, it ended on Canada Day, July 1st. <laughs> and uh, it was like June 23rd or something. I'm on the bus. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. yeah, 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 I'll be there by the time. This is the bus that's going to get me there. He goes, yeah, he was okay. and he threw the passport on my chest and said, "I'm not here for you, son." And I remember, <laughs> oh I remember, my god, I remember thinking, like, I hear you, <laughs> but you didn't say. <laughs> no, you didn't. No, <laughs> you didn't say if if, <laughs> if you might be of Hispanic heritage. I want to see your passport now. No, he didn't. I answered the question as was asked, and probably you should adhere to that because, like I said a little bit of systemic racism coming through mm. i was very much racial profiled in a positive way that day <laughs> and i was like no i'm going to I, that's one of those things some people just go why are you bother raising your hand and i'm going well because he said yeah <laughs> now do i think that they didn't say everybody show me your passports because if you're if you're an american you don't have to show your passport yeah, you don't yeah. have to carry that there's no reason for you to have it. lots of americans don't even have passports because unless you leave the state you don't need one
3: so, so how would they know whether you look american or canadian Oh, they're
2: making a judgment call. Like I was, okay, let's put it this way. I was safe on that bus. yeah, yeah. Like if I didn't put my hand up, nobody was coming to check on me yeah okay they weren't listening to me go i go hey thanks a lot eh?" and their heads sort of crank around (laughs) what did you say boy i'm sorry he just apologized (laughs) (laughs) he's a canadian everywhere
3: (laughs) those canadians
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so there was that and then so we got to dallas and i just found no i didn't I oh, go okay. to take. So Dallas is like the, the 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 central national headquarters of Greyhound. Oh. Yep, the bus company. Mm. And so I go to grab my bags, and this very nice, tall, athletic man comes to me and goes, "Sir, I'll get those bags for you." And he worked for Greyhound. It wasn't like some guy scam. <laughs> okay, I was going <laughs> to say, "Who?" <woo-hoo. laughs> when you said athletic, is he run with these? No. And I went, I went, I hear you. He said, "Oh, sir, let me get those. Let, no, I'll just move them to your next bus." I said, "I hear you." Oh, because before I got on, some guy whose English wasn't the greatest almost put my my, my, my bags on a bus for Ontario. California. So this is when I realized this is a place, and so I'm like, I need to police my bags. Yep. And the guy goes, Look, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit this for you, sir. I said, I hear you, I hear you. I had a bit of a mix up in Phoenix. I just really wanna, I feel a lot better have my bags with me. He said, Sir, your layover is like three hours. Like you don't want to be man in the bags. I said, You're right. I don't, but I feel more secure if I've got them. (laughs) He goes, Sir, but if you were at the airport, you wouldn't go get your bags. You just trust them to do it. So please trust me to do my job. And I said, I hear you. And I don't mean to think there's any disrespect here whatsoever. I'm going a long way. And it seems there's a lot of mistakes that can happen here. So let me just, just let let me take this burden on myself. (laughs) Sir, you're offending me. I'm like, oh, no. Uh take the bags and i'm not seeing those again oh and so we were in texas for like over 30 hours of my 60 hour trip we're just in texas wow that's how big that place is and then we got out of texas to arkansas and then we got stopped by state troopers yep because not this time for the for uh for illegals this time it was for guns Ooh. so they, they everybody got yourself off the bus i'm looking underneath the bus i'm like yeah i don't see my bags anywhere <laughs> Everywhere I went, I'm like, yeah, I don't see him. Yeah, I don't see him. No, I don't see him. And so when you start on um one of these trips you're like okay i'm gonna sit really tight in the seat i don't want to be one of those people who puts the bag next to them i don't want to be that guy i'm gonna always but by about 15 hours in my knees start to hurt Mm. and i got like 45 more hours to go right so by the time we get to like charlotte north carolina or something i'm sprawled across two seats i'm doing everything you shouldn't do (laughs) because i'm just dying yeah right and i've on a bus for that long and i get told uh, these two old ladies are behind me, and I hear them like he's so rude. He is so rude. I'm gonna, I think I should talk to him. I think you should talk to him. Okay, I'm going to do it. Okay. They tap me on the shoulder. Hello, son. We're going to Columbus because we're in Ohio, right? Yeah. Oh, sorry. We were, we we're in Ohio. Not North Carolina. We're in Ohio. We we're going to Columbus. I think we're in Cincinnati at times. So it's, it's a few hours. Where are you headed? And I went, Toronto. <laughs> and they went, oh, where'd you get on? phoenix <laughs> like, oh son you rest, you rest. <laughs> you had, you had <laughs> and you've lost all your luggage so then i get to uh, detroit because at that point i have to have my luggage because we're going across the border yeah, yeah. so i've got border service uh, and it's uh, going over so it's canadians who are starting to see me now yeah. so i'm expecting a warm welcome Sir, is this your, how long have you been in the States for? Most people are like, Oh, I've been there for like, Oh, three days, yeah. two days. Oh, I'm American. Oh, 12 hours. Yeah. And me, January. <laughs> <laughs> like, all your stuff off the bus now oh. so they pulled all my stuff off the bus and they went is this it i went no actually i've got two more because i have my guitar and i have like a, a tote bag with me yeah no yeah. not the guitar i just had a tote bag with me yeah. the guitar was lost oh and i was like all right tell me this has a happy end that's happening okay oh, and i'm like all right we're gonna we're gonna so whatever so i remember this this she's going through my my duffel bag like looking through everything like pages of books so you haven't smuggled anything in. Wow. And I'm like, this is the Canadian side. Like, uh, I'm, coming yeah, I'm coming home.
0: I'm coming
2: home. I'm coming home. Let come me come home. home. <laughs> um, and so they go, well how what have you bought since you've been in the states i don't know stuff to live she goes oh stuff to live i said i didn't know i was going to keep a notarized itinerary of deodorant (laughs) i said i bought clothes i bought toiletries that's i made no big purchases and even if i did i i overextend any sort of limit because you you can only pie so much stuff and bring it back into canada oh okay yeah but that's like if you've been there for like two days and then it's a different number if it's seven days it's a different number but i, I i'm over unless i'm bringing thousands of dollars of stuff back like nothing applies to me yeah yeah, well i guess we'll have to look for your stuff when it comes through and i'm thinking like my suitcase is like literally stitches are popping i've got so much stuff put in this bag <laughs> like it weighs like 95 pounds wow so what's that 40 kilos or something like that yeah And 40, but more than that, 44 kilos maybe. And I'm like, all right, let's, we'll see. And so my, my parents are there to pick me up in Toronto, thankfully, yada, yada, yada. We drive back, and then I'm on the phone with Greyhound with my, about my missing luggage. I know it's been a long aside, but I'm having
3: fun. Um, <laughs> this feels like the the the, tri- the trip you had yeah. on
2: Greyhound. <laughs> 60 hours, is <isn't> it? <laughs> and so I phone Greyhound, and they go, sir, we found your luggage. I said, great, where was it? They said, Ontario, California. Oh, I went, you yeah. knew it. I said, I thought so. They said, we're going to take it back to Toronto for you. I said, oh, no, you're not. You're going to take it back to the town i live in and they said but your ticket was to toronto i said yes and somehow my my stuff got to go to hmm. ontario california for free yeah so you can ship it up another hour and a half on a bus to where i live for free yep okay oh wow they did oh yeah they never really laid like the stand on i'm like i'm not driving an hour and a half to go a bag that you lost <laughs> so they phoned me a day and a half later they phoned me Sir, so we've lost your luggage again. Oh, no. oh, my God! It got to like Kansas City, and then someone made the same mistake and put it on a bag. Oh backpack. no! So I'm like, "All right, we're gonna oh, ha- I as the same guy. <laughs> we're gonna have it on this day." I said, "On this day, on this day." Fine, thank you. So I go to the local. It's just like a like a like a yeah, Seven yeah, like, Eleven. Yeah, It's like the bus stop at like my, my 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 small town. Yeah, yeah. And so I go there, and up opens the bottom, and there's my guitar but not my suitcase. So I fold up and go, where's the suitcase guys? Oh, it's very heavy. <laughs> I said, I know it's got everything. Like I'm living off the same, like three shirts and two pairs of jeans. Right? Yeah, I know. I, I, I it's got everything I got. I own it. Well, we just weren't sure if you were going to be there to pick it up. And if you, if you're not there, the driver can't pick it up for you. <laughs> and I'm like, trust me, everything I own is in that bag. I will be there. And then, yeah, finally I, I did. So uh, I got it. And so a lot of hassle. It took like a week and a half for my luggage to make it back to me. But I did travel from Phoenix, Arizona to Toronto, Canada for That's $69. That's
3: a shame you did not document
2: that. <laughs> you could imagine. To, oh, today it would have been like a series. It. Oh, yeah, yeah. It'd have, like, it could have like, be a series
1: of TikToks.
2: TikToks, absolutely. It would be. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean?
1: do yeah. I don't have that really awful robotic, I took my bags to Ontario, Canada, <laughs> and they sent them
2: to... Uh, <laughs> California. I hate that voice so much. I don't need no Gucci. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> is Greyhound still a thing? Your bag's not here, but we made you look. <laughs> is Greyhound still a thing? Uh, yeah, it is. Oh, okay. and Less of a thing, less of a thing. Oh, you know what it'd be? Then it'd be that one where it's like they keep coming back, like the Hallelujah. And they like leave the screen and they come back on. Oh yeah, it'd be me with like each stuff in my bags coming back a little bit more. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then you play a on at the end with the guitar. yeah. So that's that. Um, let's. So that's how. Back to why I wasn't sure if it was Ontario, California, or Ontario, Canada. But Turns out it's Ontario, but Canada. The fact that you had that conversation with him. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, they should have put some sort of giant thing on it that just said Canada yeah, in yeah. big letters. Or just a maple leaf. <laughs> yeah, because they said, what's Toronto? Because it was Toronto, and then it went O-N. And they went, what's O-N? I want Ontario. And they go, oh, California. And, with, and that, that that was the trigger. Yeah. And I'm like, no, let's just write Canada in big letters, or like put a maple leaf beside it or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> so, yeah. Glad you got your stuff back. So now that I'm done with Podbean, I'm going to see if I can get something out of Greyhound. <laughs> <laughs> um following the 9-11 attacks images of the world trade center towers were digitally removed from all skyline shots of new york city so were
3: they oh okay so even the original release when it had them in uh i'm trying
2: to see when the actual. Well, yeah it was 2001 when was the actual release date though is a question that i don't actually have usually i have this information down weird uh if i take a look at this here uh film there we are and it was released, oh, jeez, um, so, uh, Toronto International Film Festival. I'm surprised it went ahead, September 13th, 2001.
0: Wow. Because oh, the whole world
2: right. went on lockdown for yeah, a bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I remember. So that's two days. 11th was, was the 11th? The 11th was a Tuesday, wasn't it? I'm sure it was. I can't remember. I was on the, I second, I was on the second day of an orientation at my new job, so I'm sure it was a Tuesday. WWE does SmackDown is the first public gathering of anybody in the States after 9-11 attacks. Wow. And that was the f- Thursday or the Friday. It was one of those two. The,
1: yeah,
2: Tuesday. Tuesday, so there we go. Yeah. Um, but September 13th, yeah, so the Toronto International Film Festival, I'm surprised it went ahead. Yeah. Uh, it debuts for wide release October 5th, 2001. So they would have had time to get it out. Yeah. But, I mean, this is still the day when you're, like, shipping out reels. Yep. So they would have probably had reels of film printed and had to do, like, like a, a redo of, like, at least one of the reels. I and like, those things cost like two to four thousand each. sorry.
3: Yeah, but I'd nurse. No, okay, I mean, I. Wh- why couldn't they have just kept it in?
2: Because like friends, there was this weird thing where by showing it up, it suggested you're being disrespectful.
3: Yeah, but it's not as. Because friends don't delete
2: it from their episodes, do they? I think for a bit they stayed away from it on. Other things, but the syndication ones still have it. I don't know. Uh, a bit, yeah. I don't know. I think it's one of those things that when something like this happens, um, you're kind of left going, what do we do? And the first group of people who make a loud enough noise oh, okay. become becomes the voice of what we should do. Yeah, yeah. I remember I took some students to the World Trade Center. I did a uh, trip my second year of teaching. <laughs> who wants to take kids to New York City? Oh, I'll do it. <laughs> Idiot.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> but we got to the World Trade Center, and the students really had a hard time going, what's right? So some people took selfies, and I'm like, okay, I'm not sure if that'd be me. Yeah. Um, I was taking photos of a trip, and so I had some photos of some students sort of reflecting on what they were looking at. So it wasn't that. But then one of the students came to me and said he felt that was disrespectful. I said, I don't think it is. I'm documenting you being here. Yeah. Uh, I won't shoot you. That's fine. I, I totally don't have to shoot you, but I think it's it, it's merited to see. For the parents who've paid for this trip to go, here's a picture of my kid and sort of what they were going through. I think there's something in that.
3: But isn't it good to remember
2: rather than forget? Yeah. That's the thing, and I think it's a conversation. I think you have to be inside the narrative to have any 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 authority on. I think that's mm-hmm. a conversation for the American people to sort of mm-hmm. at that time. And we're twenty years on, so looking yeah, back, yeah. I'm totally in agreement with you. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, it's, it, it's a we don't pretend that it's not here, nor is it disrespectful to show it as it was. We didn't right. choose to have this removed; someone no. made that choice for us. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it, it is. I felt like that was the first big movement was that conversation, and then it sort of, uh it became difficult then to sort of counteract that um do you know the weirdest thing though right well i
3: remember when i was a child even at a very very young age if you sh- showed me the new york skyline i knew that was new york yeah you show me the new york skyline now i have to look twice
2: uh, barry State is a pretty good giveaway if you're lucky you get the statue of liberty
3: yeah, do you know what I mean? But is it, yeah, I have it's to, not it's not
2: just, as easy. No, no, it was no, no, it was no, a very no, no. distinguishing feature. You're very, right, very very much right. so.
3: I think for me,
1: because I've grown up with that current one, that that's what I what I see.
2: I hear you. It's just interesting because yeah. you, you've got no more media literacy in your experience than than than, than we do. I mean, we've lived yeah. with this new skyline for all the years you've lived with this new skyline yeah
1: that is true
2: so and you'll have seen it, just as many old well, not just as many but you'll have seen plenty of old videos of the new york skyline as it was oh god yeah i remember watching the ad for spider-man one and going oh no <laughs> because because if anything disappears forever if we if we live in a non-youtube world or a non-streaming mm-hmm. world then sure yeah yeah, you would say i've only seen the new one and liam and i could be too busy on. we remember the old one yeah, yeah. Mm. but the fact that you can jump around it's i don't know yeah
1: because hard starts start like, comparing between generations and stuff. It is, it is. Because mm. I was gonna when you said about the photo, the like taking photos and selfies. I'm like, where do you stand with that? I, it's not exactly the same, but that's kind of what what is right. When I went, to, I went to the Anne Frank Museum when I was in Amsterdam. Um, I, I, and, I hear you.
2: I had the same experience at Auschwitz. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, and so firstly, when you enter, they they go no photography, Please, no photography at all. And I see people taking like photos of. Oh, of that like, when when you've been told you like, don't
2: do it, then yeah. that gets me boiling. Yeah, and mm-hmm.
1: it's like it's like when they're actually in the attic, and I'm like, okay, I understand why, but don't like. Sp- and and again, I'll, I'll say my my uh, my my connection to this is very oh my like my my dad's side of the family, everyone bar my grandma died in the camps. So like I'm like way too sensitive, but. Anne's diaries, like, actual diaries are on display. I saw a 40-year-old, like, an adult man take a selfie, like, in front of the diary.
2: It's difficult because social media has given currency to documenting yourself. And it's not enough to have a picture or a memory or any. It's a picture of you with the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because that thing of here's me and so-and-so that has value um an yeah. example i mean a lot of it is people like to take stuff mm. from places mm. um i'll say this i was at auschwitz and there was a piece of rock sitting there and for about five minutes i went and put this piece of rock in my pocket and i was like yeah. "I can ha- that's a piece of auschwitz there and it was this weird thing where i kind of caught myself and went what is this need to possess mm this and why this specifically mm. and i sort of caught up with my uh even even and then on top of that what the hell are you doing in his outfits you know yeah. what i mean but there's such a currency about and a detachment which is weird because these places shouldn't have detachment mm. no but this idea of i can do one better i can bring the history with me yeah and possess it uh, I think because we, I think the archetype for this is people who had pieces of the Berlin Wall. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was good about <laughs> here's that. your piece of the Berlin Wall, and then oh, I've been to history, and that's why they had to stop. Back in the day, you could go. When I was a kid, we went to Stonehenge. Yeah, when I was a kid, you, you could walk right it. up and touch it. Yep. Oh my god, and you can't, you can't do that anymore. Why? Because no. people are chipping off pieces of Stonehenge. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, because you had to take it with you.
3: See, I'm not like that. I love history, and I love touching history. I love walking through history. Um, I I do like to touch things. You know, if I went to Stonehenge, I'd like to touch it and go, wow, this is Stonehenge. You know, if I see a Roman column, I'd like to touch it and go, oh, wow, this is 2,000 years Mm. old, you know, stuff like that. Um, Or if there's a street that's been there for, like, the last 300 years, I'd like to walk down it, do you know what I mean, and absorb it and feel it.
2: But I'd never take bits.
3: Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I just want to experience it, never done it
2: before know, haven't done it since and but I mean, it's for but five at minutes you, at least you have that thought to yeah yourself. put it back mm. put it back where, where i found it and it wasn't like it wasn't yeah. like a stone if it was a stone or a pebble yeah sure i guess but it's really weird still to take something from auschwitz it's like what yeah what yeah, so i could yeah, have yeah. the same pebble that some oh geez but it was like a piece of one of the um, sort of buildings there's a little bit of like it sort of obviously had deteriorated and just fallen down yep, yep it was a piece of crumbling rock and you know? i was like is that really something you want to have yeah, no. Let alone the fact that it's disrespectful. Not alone the fact that it's always over things. But I, I had a crisis of conscience. Sure, I'm glad you put it back because I think, I think I think that'd be bad luck. Oh, absolutely. There was part oh, of that yeah. as well. Going, yeah, yeah, yeah. is this is this the energy I want to bring into my house? No, I don't think so. No, yeah, but, I. Yeah. You know the the worst part. I the I've
1: seen I've heard worst. I, there's like photos that people take like walking. They'll take the photos of them walking like on the tracks with their arms out. Like, oh, it's yeah. like I'm like time in a place time in a place i mean there's all i mean there's also
2: the, there's also a problem with this sort of tourism in general and i don't mean problems and we shouldn't do it i mean it's really complicated because mm. to go this is a historical thing and people should be able to have access yes but then what happens then when you like it's a little weird having the auschwitz gift shop is there I one i w- was oh, yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. i was about to that about um the Anne frank museum because wow. they have a do they have Uh, diaries that look exactly like her red diary. And it's like, you can have a diary just like Anne. And I I left going with a... I had a bad taste in my mouth leaving, because I'd I'd given them money and i donated money to, like, anti-Semitism charities when I went there. And I went... But now I've got. I've just walked past like a hundred. You can be just like Anne and have your diary. And yeah. went,
2: ah, oh, that that's not... I don't think she'd want that. And the money goes towards the upkeep up yeah, and it yeah, goes to yeah. charity. It goes yeah. to all that stuff. It's got grey areas. But it's this commercialism. Like here's a, here's the brand. Here's our product line for this for this season. Yeah. yeah.
0: And you're
2: just like ah, you can build your own attic. Which I was.
1: You can build the <laughs> what attic in ca- out of cardboard. I'm like.
2: Who's paying? No. And of course, That's awful. You know, we, we, we paid a company to join their tour for a half day to go on up and take us back. There's a whole industry about it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's really, yeah, it's just really tricky. And I don't know, wow, how we had this little lighthearted movie and went down this line.
0: What's
2: the, what's the weirdest thing you've ever seen in a gift shop? Oh, I don't know. I, th- I think Ethan's build your own attic yeah. sounds pretty rough to me.
3: I went to uh, London to the Sherlock Holmes Museum. Right. Yeah. Obviously, he's a fictional character. But you can go in what? and... No shit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you got it? You got it? <laughs>
2: Honestly. <laughs> walk- I promise we will talk about the movie at some yeah, point, folks.
3: We- <laughs> I can't believe they had these on sale, right? In their gift shop, they had, like, hypodermic needles that looked like they had blood in them that were pens. Jeez. Oh, because obviously he was a, an, an opium addict, wasn't he? he was, yes, he was. He was a drug addict, wasn't he? So, And you're just like,
2: what? And they say that fictional opium hits hard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like chasing a dragon. It's a fictional intervention they had for him. It's crazy.
3: <laughs> but I can believe what I'd seen.
2: Yeah, it's, it's weird. Some of the stuff people sell, you're just like, wow. Yeah. And um, moving back to this. Let's go back to this. <laughs> got my notes would you call yourself a romantic maybe it's a nice way to sort of pivot back yes i think that's why i'm so so ardently against valentine's day is because i think i am a romantic yeah. I, I don't need a calendar to tell me nope i'm pretty damn good at it yeah yeah now it can get tough with busyness i'm more with of a busyness. sentimentalist
3: yeah so i i tend to like um I tend to make things or buy things – not buy things, Um, make things or –
2: I remember things. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When people say, oh, I like this, I'm like, oh, I'm going to take a note of that. I'm going to find the right time to bring this back. That's nice. Oh, yeah, I'm good. I'm good at that, which yeah. is even a gift-giving. I mean, also, all gift-giving is, is just a different type of romance you do with your friends and things like that, but it's, it's about the idea that, you know, yeah, you care and you – it's about unab- un- un- unabashedly sort of – presenting to someone this is how much i care Mm. and i think that's romance and letting them feel special and letting them feel like this moment and they are enough yeah yeah Mm. so yeah i think absolutely ethan i probably imagine you're probably romantic as well
1: uh yeah i'm usually like when it comes to cooking like I like to I, I do like all the romantic meals and all that and then I'll I was a little bit worried. I, I, I
2: thought you meant you had like romantic energy towards food. I was like we're not doing Ameri- <laughs> we're not doing American pie
0: this <laughs> I If we do I though, I'm gonna stuff. cast yeah. this.
2: Ethan's totally Jason Biggs in American <laughs>
3: Pie. <laughs> He's oh, serious. No.
2: <laughs> He's serious. I, I sometimes I'm use Dad. It's yeah. just gonna happen. <laughs> Uh, I keep a then? lot of stuff like receipts oh, and stuff. Ah! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, you were saying you keep receipts and
1: things. Yeah, I sat like uh with uh with my girlfriend, I had like the first train ticket stub from like when we first had like our first day and I had like cinema ticket, all that kind of stuff, and I'm like, yeah, I got that, and then put that in a little little album with something of oh, this is our first year. You better not ever have
2: an affair, because that's how she's going to catch you. Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are these receipts? <laughs> oh, uh... Times and oh, dates. Uh, yeah. I, I, I was, uh, I, to be
1: fair, I have, like, the worst paper trail for my entire relationship. Damn. But
2: also the best,
1: yeah. Ah, oh, there you go. Yeah.
2: Um So we start with Miramax and all the connotations that logo yeah, always gives you, yeah. unfortunately. yeah. But then we have a time-lapse in Louis Armstrong, and make no mistake, this movie, if you didn't like a time-lapse, you're in for a long movie. Mm-hmm. They yeah. like a the time-lapse. Love me some Louis Armstrong, and you mentioned something about Louis Armstrong in a rom-com. I'm 100% on board with you there. Yeah. He's a good soundtrack to, a to, 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 to a to a rom-com. I didn't know it was going to be rom-com. Is this a rom-com? Uh, it says it's a rom-com. It says me. it's a rom-com. I think it's more of a romance. Yeah, yeah. There's no, funny yeah, there's bits. There's funny bits. Yeah. There's not enough calm because, yeah-, yeah. It, yeah, I think it's just the generic way of saying it's a love story, isn't it? Yeah. We have a long pen down from the sky into a department store, and it turns out not just any department store. It's Bloomingdale's. You watch the the travel of the gloves, don't you? Yeah, and it's it's all about this journey of this one singular pair of gloves. Yeah. <laughs> singular pair. <laughs> Sometimes you just get those. Um, and they get put... That comedy's black. They get, they get put <laughs> on the shelf. And two people go reaching for the gloves, and we meet them. Let's talk about them. Jonathan Trager, played by John Cusack, yep. making his BFE debut. Yeah, Really? I believe so. I don't think we've done anything with John Cusack before. No, I don't think so. Where is he?
3: Honestly, I mean, I think he had his um, time from uh, mid-80s, mid-80s, right to about 2000s
2: yeah, I'm going to see yeah. if he's doing anything right now. Last oh, yeah, big thing yeah, I remember yeah, him doing. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe this high fidelity. Oh, yeah. high fidelity is kind of niche. I love high fidelity. Do you? Yeah, it's all right. Um, um, oh
1: no, he's in a lot of like direct to DVD pseudo action films where it's just like, oh, was he?" What's your take Never on grow
2: up. I like John Cusack as he, an actor. He's he, he's a very good everyman.
3: Yeah, he's he's
2: that yeah likable guy who's just one of us. He is. He's not He's not Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's he's, he's he's not a great yeller or orator He's not that guy. No. Um, I once heard this thing where someone... Uh, have you watched How Much Your Mother? Ethan, you've watched How Much Your no. Mother. Yeah, yeah. Where Ted Mosby's often compared to John Cusack, even even explicitly at one point. Um, so He's just a likable guy, isn't he? He's the everyman. He's easy to sort of invest into it, to sort of pr- present yourself on, to make our surrogate.
3: Mm-hmm. I never see films with him in it where he's playing a bad guy, horrible guy anything like that he's always he's just the everyman
2: yeah yeah he's good at it yeah very good yeah
1: the last thing the last real big thing it turns out he was in was hot tub time machine and that was like 2010
2: he's not a lead in that though is he he can't be. Uh, it's got to be a cameo, right? I haven't seen it. No, he's he's the main guy. Oh, is he really? Oh, is it? Wow. Yeah, and then. Even um that was thirteen years ago. Thirteen years.
1: Yeah. The, you know nuts. the you know the kid in um you know the kid in like the final season Sweet. of The Office mm. that's like Dwight 2? Yeah, 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 yeah. He plays. Uh, that's John Cusack's son in the film, and then yeah.
2: Oh, I thought you said it was actually his son. I was like, Whoa! no, no.
1: <laughs> no, and then they re- they replaced John Cusack with Adam Scott in the second one.
2: Adam Scott probably is the modern-day John Cusack.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: You know Adam Scott. Do I? Yeah, he's in Parks and Rec. He's Leslie Knope's boyfriend. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. That's yeah Adam yeah, Scott. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. He's got this new yeah, I can see that. TV show that I've... Yeah, he's he's, 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 to he's, now, he's yeah. yet another
2: comedic actor who's playing it straight and, and mm. uh, getting massive applause for it. Um, I said massive applaud, massive applause, or massive plaudits. We can do either one of those. <laughs> um... Maybe he's just. Oh, I so do you want to clarify: is that on the uh, off script, I said how I was on vacation in Krakow. That's for you.
3: And we suspect no, the best line that ever was I saw on the news was the Pope came to Krakow. Yes,
2: <laughs> but I did say how we we theorized that the uh, building four down from us was was a brothel, and then I said yeah, and then we checked it out, and it was. And I want to make sure that's clear we didn't check it out in the sense we didn't go in and use the services. <laughs> we asked the, the concierge. That's a brothel, right? Anyway, yeah. <laughs> Just just wanted to clarify that from last week. Did you have a VIP card? No. <laughs> just been the one time I'm not, i have not gone back and repeat visit. No. Oh what was a message. Um so John like and we meet uh we meet her. I'll just call her, her right now. Her. Played by played by Kate Beckinsale. Uh I'll say this. Kate Beckinsale, massive blind spot for me. Really? This is a name I've, I've heard, but I cannot I've avoided see. her. So when you were talking about her earlier, I was looking up the list. I just haven't seen her in the films that you clearly have. Pearl Harbor? No, she's. She, really? I, I heard it was crap, so I never watched it. What? Uh, I actually thought it was quite good. You're one of the few.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> there you'll see. <laughs> Uh, Where are we at here? So, like, some some of the big stuff that she's done. Underworld. Uh, yeah. That that's like, that's exactly
1: like, what I know like, of from
2: I'm going to watch Underworld. The first one was all right. but the Her Van husband Hilson. was the director, so... She is in the uh, Kenneth Branagh, Much Do About Nothing. Yes. Yeah. Which I think I've shown in class, but I wasn't paying attention to it. I hate Much Do About Nothing, by the way. Probably my least favorite Shakespeare. Uh, she Quick. was... She was in Broke Down Palace. i not seen that. Uh, exactly. Uh, she was in <laughs> Pearl Harbor. She was in Underworld. Van Helsing. The Van Aviator, Helsing. which I have seen. Oh. It's the one where I must have seen. Oh, she was in Click. She played uh, Ava Gardner. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen Click. Adam Sandler. Sorry, I have seen Click. Didn't care for it. No, no, no. But Aviator is a good movie. It feels like she's in these movies where she's clearly not the main. Uh, she's in a film called Republicans Get in My Vagina. <laughs>
0: There we go. Incredible. That.
2: Where she plays woman number three. Oh, okay. Oh. It was also starring Judy Greer. I like Judy Greer. And someone called Andrea Savage, who I haven't heard of, but she probably got the role because it was also written and directed by Andrea Savage. Well, there we So are. there we go. Maybe coming a fun time, uh, fun size films at some point. It's a short film. So to there we go. To be fair, she ain't not done much, has she? She's got a very specific kind of, I don't know. She's, I, I, I seem to have missed her. That's all. Oh, yeah some people are like really into her you're clearly one of them i love her yeah not the first choice oh oh first choice now there's not a whole lot i mean it wouldn't have been british anymore Meg Ryan. (laughs) no no past 2001 so think about who's who's coming out on the scene as a big rom-com actress in 2001 uh sandra bullock nope um we were on a break Oh, really? Okay. Jennifer Aniston. Jen Aniston, yeah. Wow. Uh, but she didn't want to do it because she didn't want to be typecast in romantic comedies. I don't think this is half the movie if, if, no. if she's in that. I think Kate yeah. Beckinsale does some. Kate Beckinsale is wonderful as the not she's cuz she's not like a Manny pixie whatever it's called manic pixie dream girl it's not that no she's great as this wonderful woman who you spend a wonderful night with and she's intoxicating that's the word i'm looking for mm. this woman who intoxicates you effortlessly yeah what's the what's the girl? Uh, <laughs> what's
1: the girl that ted fo- the, the cupcake was it was it charlotte
2: no it's, is it veronica victoria
1: victoria yeah victoria, victoria. it's that it's that kind it's of that thing energy where it's like totally yeah. that
2: energy you're 100% right Um, and so, uh, she void, she, um, turned it down, didn't want to be typecast in rom-coms. And then some stranger grabs the gloves and together our new heroes have to work together at a story that will convince the stranger to let them have the gloves because it's five days before Christmas and he's got to do his Christmas shopping. And uh, they manage to pitch him on a story because they both blurt out that bit. Where, who's who's are they? Because they're for act like they're shopping together. They're for her boyfriend. I mean, my girlfriend, <laughs> and they're overlapping each other. And so they come up with a story that um, Kate Beckinsale's character is dating a boy who's going to undergo surgery in eighteen months, and then will become John Cusack's girlfriend. I've got my notes, Ethan. I'm curious. I'm going to make you my my uh, my woke meter. A, yeah, that is this is transphobic it, is it, or, or or trans or trans friendly? Which one is this? I was gonna say because I'm a person who
1: experiences gender confusion on the daily because I really want to wear, wear a skirt right now. Um, and just uh I groaned at this because I I went, oh, there's a really easy joke that they can make, and then they made it and I went,
2: I, I don't know how I feel about it because I don't. She, I don't think the idea of this invisible person is the joke. No, no, I it think was, it's like. Okay. <sighs> 2001
1: i'm pitching to ethan i'm gonna let everybody
2: Um, and then we won't let liam talk
1: (laughs) (laughs) so what i think we all think right now is no um i i had a thing where my immediate reaction was oh god no because then yeah because i was going there at first and then i was like yeah oh because she because he misgenders but then um but then kate beckinsill correctly like bring someone says no she because he like he says he when the pronoun would be she and i don't know i think that's my, <laughs> my takeaway is
2: it doesn't feel malicious. No, it's it's not. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't feel malicious at all. It I was just, just curious. Really thought. strange. i think It's yeah. okay. I think it's okay yeah. it's because okay. the joke isn't this person, who's hypothetical, by the way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Really. So can you misgender a hypothetical? I don't know. um But I, it, the joke is that they can't. Is that this is the best they can come up with on a way that both of their stories are true? Yeah. Is yeah. this setup? Yeah. yeah. And and the, and the guy just kind of goes, "Yeah, I don't believe you, but here, have the clubs." <laughs> yeah. And off he goes. like whoever that guy is, I thought. He was really good in that bit raw He was, um, yeah. Uh, And so we go to a cafe called Serendipity. Raw credits. She doesn't. I'm sure there's more to it than that. What? I'm sure there's a scene. I think
3: I've. I felt like that was a bit too. Just had some gloves. You just talked about it. Now you're in a. Now you're having a coffee. I thought. I oh, didn't feel jarring to me at all. I thought it was a natural next step. I just, yeah, I, but in my mind, when I watched it before, I think I remember them saying, "Want to go for coffee?" Ah, uh, maybe. Do you know what I mean? I just don't. Maybe I made that up. I don't know.
2: Uh, if, if you're out there and you see Liam's cut of this movie, let us know. <laughs> um, it's uh, and so they're talking about what serendipity means—a fortunate accident. But she doesn't believe in accidents. Fate is behind everything. Uh, he tells her the folktale of Jonathan and the gloves. He's very charming in this. He is. He so is. And when he tells a story, you're engaged? Yeah.
3: Engaged to that story? I
2: imagine he's an incredible stage, stage actor. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he asks if she's going go to go see her boyfriend now because they both established they're in relationships. And she goes, no, he's probably doing the same thing you're doing. He said, what, developing a crush on someone else's girlfriend? Being a bit forward, isn't he? I wish I had the confidence to just call my intent. Yeah, I'm not good at this part. See, from here I went, "Oh, I don't
1: like this man because he also has a girlfriend."
2: Uh, I think she's given him all the signs, mm-hmm. and I yeah, think-
1: but I don't like. I don't. I, I. It makes me dislike him as a character. Okay, because I'm going. You've met this woman once so far. I I'm going to be honest. Like I'm I'm putting my my cards on the table of how I felt about this film already. It's really, difficult for, no, it's really difficult for me to like him as a character when I go, you've met this woman once. And your immediate thought, over gloves, your immediate thought is, I'm going to cheat on my girlfriend.
3: But ah! you need... Problem is, I thought about this before, you need a situation why they can't be together and why they need to come together. And if they were both single, they'd get together.
1: See, I'm happy he if over. he's single and she's not, but I so, think it's the fact that he's got a girlfriend as well.
2: I think they and both have to. So ha- I think they both have to have a partner, they or else you do. judge one of them. Yes, exactly. I, I think you I have to have that from a yeah. story perspective. Yes, you do. Um, I'm going to try really hard, Ethan, to not do old man lecturing young man on this one. <laughs> no, but, that's yeah. fine. So I'm going to own that off the top. I might say that I mean, and 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 if and you are probably very very lucky in the situation you are in, and I say congratulations to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would say there's situations where you get into relationships sometimes and you go, am am, am I happy? Is this really what I want? Oh, I've been there, but yeah. we get into the mundanity of life and you go, yeah, I'm happy or I'm happy enough. Or, But then all of a sudden this person comes out and it's unlike anything else you've ever experienced. Yep. And then what you have to sort of figure out is if it really is, if it's this rare, if it is, if you believe in the words, and, and this movie would have us believe in the words soulmate and destined to be together. Because they mentioned it all the
3: way through, didn't they?
2: If this person is such a breath of fresh air, that you're like, I've heard of this. This is, you know, it was an old friends thing where Janice says to Chandler, what we have is like movie love. Like if you run into someone and you have that night, you have the Victoria night. Mm hmm. No, in their case they're both single. But in this case, but if you run into someone, is the idea that by the way, I have a boyfriend and they're very careful, the filmmakers, not to show us her boyfriend. Yep. Or, not to show his us girlfriend. his girlfriend. Yep. They're hypothetical obstacles. Yep. That's all we have. So we don't hold on ourselves. With unseen, them. so we don't ever go, No, you're a jerk, you're cheating on her, because we don't see her. Yep. We don't know who that is. Yes, And they're girl. not even given names. Nope. It's just my boyfriend, my girlfriend. Mm-hmm. In that regard, I don't mind. Because what he's doing, he's trying to figure out, is this... The real deal. Has this been a really cool hour? Or is this someone for whom then I got to make some difficult difficult choices? Mm-hmm. Because See, that, I'm not going to have the opportunity to meet this person for the first time when I'm single.
3: And, also and later, I'm not pro-cheating at all. And also later, um, they show you um, both don't know anything and both break off things. So
2: you know yeah i'm just i'm just trying to establish this first part before we get to the second yeah th- actually we have two very different questions actually based on the start of the end of this film yeah uh so that's my perspective Heath. i'm not trying to convince you i'm but i'm trying to say
1: oh no I, I i can see that i think this is this is totally from like rose tinted i'm sure. happy glasses and i yeah I mean, yeah, yeah I, don't, I can go into this later but i don't i never felt like the fi- I'm, I'm i'm rushing to the end game i'm sorry yeah
2: yeah because john cusack later on i don't know where it is i haven't made a note of it so i'm gonna say it now this idea where he goes you fall in love in different times in different ways and it'd be foolish to compare them because you're not because they're they're not they're not going to be the same Mm. so then what happens when you find and you have this kind of safe Safe's not the right word comfortable might not even be the right word but I know what you mean. Maybe even stale, but you haven't realized it, and you don't know it's stale until something with flavor comes into your world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to appeal to Ethan through culinary language. <laughs> 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 so, uh, anyway, so they go ahead, and uh, and I will say, like, he's it's 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 not a very socially acceptable sort of thing. Like in a rom com, what's the first move? Let's have them try and talk. You know, they're both in relationships. So let's have them try and talk them their way into something going on. Yeah. And she says, look, we're great, and this is great, but the timing is wrong. Yep. And she gives him a kiss on the cheek and gets in the cab, and it's a wonderful moment, and it's a wonderful stolen hypothetical thing for two hours or whatever it was. They got to have this intoxicating bit, mm-hmm. and they get out before anything more goes. Now, you can, we can have a whole debate, is this cheating? I think when he says he's got a crush on her, he, he is. Yeah,
1: there's an attempt.
0: Yep.
2: yeah
1: i think if the film opened with like him being on the phone to his girlfriend and like they're screaming down the phone he's like okay i'm so- okay okay I- i'll get them i'll
2: get them. i hear you but this is yeah that makes it that know, makes it way too simple because we're like,
1: know, yeah, cheat on her. yeah but i'm like no i can understand why he wants to leave but he can't feel he can i've been in the uh, like i have been in that the moment i want to leave but i don't feel i can yeah but
2: yeah and sometimes you need a push and then she's the push but yeah. that's not neat that's way too neat of a film this is at least i this know because i do sit there and i do go not that i've been not that i've been there but this concept i get it yeah yeah mm. um and so he's forgotten his scarf so he goes back and i think she's also forgotten something and they both end up her gloves at the cafe again or up mm-hmm. at Blooming? Yeah. So they both have and there and they go, hey, let's do something. And at that point, she's on, she's on board with this because to her, this is a sign. Yep. And she's big yep. about signs. So what they do is, so what should we do? Doesn't matter. And they go ice skating, which is lovely. Um, I don't know if I believe it. she'd be able to ice skate, but anyway. Well, she falls over. Yeah. Credit to the stunt double. What? Yeah, there were <laughs> Ethan and I. Uh, sorry, Ethan, Liam and I saw there were stunt doubles in the credits. We're like, what did they do in this movie? <laughs> they sat and ate cake at the cafe. <laughs> oh, I know who it is. I know what it is. Go on. We'll talk about it oh, when we get okay. there. I'll say, here's the stunt doubles. Okay. I know exactly where it is now. Okay. Um. So he asked her, "What do you miss about Mother England?" She goes, oh, "I miss my mom terribly." And he goes, "If I were you, I'd miss you too." And I'm like, okay, you're definitely not playing it subtle. No, yeah, yeah, we're doing it. And we get a point of view shot of her from his perspective, sort of smiling at him, and it's slow motion, so it glorifies who she is. And then they go they go through all those favorites, and this is a fun part of any new relationship when you start going through your favorites, your personal histories, or things like that. Mm-hmm. It's a favorite movie, Cool Hand Luke. To which point, Liam just about jumped off the couch. <laughs> yeah, did you? <laughs> Yeah. Uh, favorite New York City moment. And he goes, this one's climbing the charts. And I'm like, yeah, fair play. I, I, that's, that, one's, that's that That's a bit subtle. I like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And, she's up, and she goes, favorite sexual position. <laughs> so there's no, this isn't a one-sided thing at any point. Yeah, now. Like no. she's Prepar- in this. And I'm like, oh, she okay. Yeah. They're both complicit. And it's interesting that she's the one who was to the sexual place and not him. Yeah. It had to be really, didn't it? And it's, it, it's, an, it's part of the charm. It's part of her charm mm-hmm. is that she jumps the cue. And goes Because at the end of the day These conversations More or less end up Going to this direction Eventually Uh Eventually Um, So And I've gotten my notes This is very before sunrise In New York City Well That's why I like it Yeah (laughs) He then gets a marker After she's fallen over And she cuts herself This is all part of the sexual position And she's laying on her back And he goes Well that's That's a good one (laughs) Yes um and so they look up and they see cassiopeia apparently is in the sky and no no it's freckles isn't it so as he puts yeah. the band-aid freckles on her on terrible it. wound uh, and, and again it's a way of making contact it is a way of making contact he also calls it a gash which means something very very different in this country yes <laughs> 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 you, right? and she doesn't re- respond to <laughs> it um but um he puts a band-aid over and then notices she's got freckles and it's a bit, there's a bit of clumsiness in the dialogue and getting there, but she, he takes his marker and draws Cassiopeia, of the constellation, and her freckles. And it's intimate. It is. And it's an excuse to touch. And both of them don't. But I look like Cassiopeia. Like, You're not fighting this. It's not about accuracy at this point. It's no. just about this moment and what's allowed and what's not allowed. And again, it's a stolen moment in time. And it's in New York City, the greatest city in the world. And do you know what I love about this, though, right? When
3: they talk about Cassiopeia, and you look up in the sky, we can go outside now and look up in the sky and see it. Sure. And the fact that they're the
2: same stars that we're looking at. Let's call a spade a spade in this regard. This movie could only happen in New York City. Yeah. This movie's not nearly as, maybe London, maybe Paris. And if I was directed by John Hughes, that'd be Chicago. Yeah, yeah, but but the film's not the same if it's in Chicago. New York City has, by its very nature, for some reason... A charm to it. A charm and a romance to it that Mm. other cities don't. Maybe because I got that Central Park in there. Even though most of the shots we're seeing are Toronto. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They did get out to a few New York locations at some point. (laughs) Um, And so... um, so they talk about the, about Cassiopeia, a woman who went around thinking she was so beautiful that she was eventually put in the sky upside down mm. so that forever she would be seen as not beautiful. Mm-hmm. And said, so, oh, one tragic mistake, and she pays for it for eternity. Now, that could be a reference to marrying the wrong person. Yep. Yep. And then he kisses her bare skin. And I'm like, okay, at this point, we've pretty much established she doesn't fight it. Nope. Yeah. Um so and i don't think he's overstepping. well he's overstepping the fact of a relationship he's overstepping so he's not, but he's not, his, no his girlfriend over, wouldn't like this but no but, but with, but her, Kate, with him her kate's on board yeah yeah, yeah 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 um and so she gives him her number sort of uh because she does and the garbage truck drives by and it causes it to fly up but this is why you don't wear gloves <laughs> because it gets in the way of things In this i haven't worn a winter coat all winter I've I think won- I've worn it one. Actually, I've worn it one day this winter.
3: I've worn a winter coat. I've worn another coat, and um, a hoodie, and a t-shirt, and another t-shirt for about three months. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I get cold. Now. You toughen up. You grab it. You put it there. I mean, today we just we just take a picture. Give me your number. Done. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Um, Have you ever given you your physical like uh, like that? Have you ever written your number down for somebody? Can you remember oh. those days? I don't think so.
2: No? I don't think so. Oh, they are good days.
1: I did to someone who didn't have their phone... Sorry, my cat decided to just knock down all of my Star Wars miniatures. Um, I, I did once to someone whose phone had died, but... He knocked down a lot of expensive stuff.
2: <laughs> if there's any consolation, we, we 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 can't hear it. No, we, we can't, <laughs> no, no, In post, I'll put some giant crash in there. <laughs> Maybe you should that put one of those cartoon. Yeah, I'm really not going about much work on this episode. <laughs> uh, yes, no, I haven't done that. Um, oh, okay. No, the thrill of giving someone's number, I, I'm very much, a. Fr- we talked about this actually we were just watching the movie, I'm, I've always been kind of a friend's first kind of, kind of guy yeah. in my dating life, so by the time it, that decision's been made, I've already got like 19 forms of contact information. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I miss those days.
3: <laughs>
2: what, of asking someone for their number and all that stuff? Yeah, indeed, no, well, I'm, I'm
3: with someone now, so no, I wouldn't do that, but I'm just saying that, um you know, I thought it's, it's there's a bit of a charm about it, about the actual, you know, giving a number to somebody yeah. rather than just typing it into a phone now. Yeah, and oh,
2: okay, yeah, it's kind of romantic. when you
3: write a number down. It's in their handwriting. You, it's in their handwriting, and you also remember a number. You try and remember a number now. Oh, I don't remember anybody's
2: number. No, but years ago. I'm lucky if I got, I got mine, it's about it.
3: Years ago, we'd yeah. reel off a
2: number and yep. go, oh, that's, that's, yep, that's so-and-so. So, yep. yeah, do you know what I mean? I can tell you, like, all my childhood phone numbers go I'm going to tell you half, half my friend's numbers, I can tell you so, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I miss that. Um, so, uh, she then suggests putting his contact details on a $5 bill, and then she goes over to the, uh, nearest newspaper stand and certs gets themselves an advert. Yeah. Um, she says she'll put his name and number also in the universe. So she has a copy of a book and she puts it in the front page and tomorrow I'll sell it to a used bookstore. See, now I have a problem with this. All right. Cause she
3: took the $5 bill. Yep. He wrote his name and number on. Yep. She went across the road. spent the money. Done. She does that little wink thing. Now it's in circulation. Yep. Yep. And then she walks away.
2: Oh, yeah. She's walking away like... Like, she, like... He deserves to know what's going on. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. You
3: know. No, I agree. And uh, then she says, well, I'll do this thing for you. I will write... This, see this book? I will not... Why did she not write it there and then?
2: And I will trade this in tomorrow. She didn't so, think of it. Because he said it's not fair. And she goes, oh, that's right. You're right. It's not fair. She didn't get had there. A pen. Because they did it for the, the... She just hadn't thought about doing it both ways, that's all. No, no, no,
3: no. But why didn't she, why didn't she do it there and then when she had thought about it? Why? It's a very she go flawed his... system. Why did she go, um, nah, I'll, was... I'll do it, I'll do it? Because how it was, many people... It was, it was good enough for me. How many people say,
2: oh, I'll, I'll, I'll do it later, and they never get around? Wouldn't that it? have been the greatest thing if she never did it?
3: Yeah, do you know what I mean? <laughs> but he'd never know. That's what I mean. yep. Yeah, yeah. At least he'd know that's out there in the universe when he sees it. Yep.
2: You know? Um especially after what happens later you might have been really dissuaded from doing it because mm. yeah because do it in the moment then it's done yeah yeah you know uh we go to the walled Office story and they play a different game of what's your number oh. um, she they get into different elevators say so if we both decide the same number to get off of for the floor that means we're meant to be together now yeah um so she throws him the Bloomingdale's bag it's got one of the gloves in it as, as luck would turn out and she reveals her name is Sarah and she's so sincere when she says yeah it. and he chooses she chooses he chooses floor number 23 we see him because we're more tightly aligned to him than her for most of this early part of the movie yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. um and then some kid gets on and hits all the buttons Pressed yeah. is the devil <sighs> Funny. and yeah i reacted i'm like no and then she gets off and she gets off on floor 23 and i went oh no and do you know what she even hangs about oh, yeah, she hangs about just to see and she even And there. she just misses him by a second, if you'd believe that. It's yeah. one of those films. Uh... But obviously, if something happens in the elevator, which might have been cut or something like that, but we keep seeing him get off the elevator with people who are like invested to see if it's yeah, actually going so to he, happen. It yeah. must have been in the scene cut because they must have said, <sighs> look, this is the situation. Come on, go. Yeah, I really quite liked that. It was quite warm. He just misses her. She just misses him. And then he goes wandering through the streets of New York and there's some great handheld camera work here. Yeah. Uh, as he accosts random strangers but like grabs them by the shoulders and like spins them i'm like careful john cusack you might go to jail for this <laughs> i've gotten my notes i'm fully in i'm fully in love this yeah uh lots of time lapse the clock's moving and there's also something that looks a lot like the miramax logo where like it goes from day to night and a bunch of buildings put their lights on i'm like that looks very much like the miramax logo actually now you oh. say it yeah yeah and then we go to a few years later and we meet De- Dean Kansky, played by Jeremy Piven. I'm really hot and cold on Jeremy Piven, but I thought he was lovely in this film.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you, as an actor, I'm very
2: hot and cold on him. And in this film, he's he's very he's nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's given a best man speech at a rehearsal dinner. He's very funny. It turns out it's not a re- it's not the rehearsal dinner, but it's a dinner of some sort. Um, it's and the speech is full of odd stories about fate. And, oh, when you're meant to be and they're soulmates and we're withholding who he's talking about, and we can figure out if he's the best man, it's probably going to be Jonathan. But, and there's no anybody who thinks this is gonna be Kate Beckinsale Sarah is 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 not read the tea leaves what this movie's gonna be about
3: no but they <laughs> hold her back and that you see John Cusack but you don't see her you see the back of her you see yeah you know you don't see her and she's not revealed and
2: before. setting up for Sarah we get Holly instead it's a great use of enigma we're gonna withhold this from me so that we reveal it. it's like oh that's not no you shouldn't be with her yeah uh, there's a little light homophobia from Jeremy Piven as he's talking about like decorations or or, or a cake or something like that. Something he does like... a little voices. He puts well, on yeah. the affected voice. Uh, very of its time. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to crucify this film for it because it's 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 where it's where culture was in 2001, and so we've moved on. We've moved on, and nor was it over. Nor did it overstay for any egregious amount of time. No. So, um, I'm sure if he could have a chance to redo it, he would. But I'm I'm not I'm not going to. Yeah, I'm not going to cancel the guy further or anything like that. We meet Holly, played by Bridget Monaghan. At the start, I've got, and uh, you won't get this reference, but but Ethan will. Um, I've got, she's lovely, but she's Karen Filippelli. And what I mean by <laughs> that, that is, sad. this is an Office reference. Oh, okay. There's nothing wrong with her, but she's not Pam. And Pam was the girl who Jim's supposed to be with. And so he gets his other girlfriend in, like, season two of The Office, or season three of The Office. And you're like, oh. And there's nothing wrong with her. But she's just not the person Jim's supposed to end up with. Oh, okay. And so everybody hates on her, but she's not the enemy. She was just the competition. And yeah. She doesn't even know. She no. doesn't even know. Oh. And, 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 and Hallie doesn't even know. And at the oh. start, I'm like, Hallie's lovely. Now, they do do some measures to make us, because I think it's important. For the The film tries to have its cake and eat it, too. By doing a little bit of what Ethan was talking about in Act 1. Mm. Yep. You know, well, they're horrible. <laughs> they do a better job with the boyfriend than the girlfriend. Yeah, I the think, boyfriend's one. the worst. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we go back to Sarah. She's a counselor. And I've got, oh, she's lost her faith in fate. And I thought that would have been a really interesting side plot if she didn't care about fate or signs or any of this stuff anymore because mm-hmm. she's been so, you know, damaged by not ever finding him. Yeah. but I was like, oh. That's like, seven years later? Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, just, it's, just, it's just a few years, doesn't it? Yeah, but yeah, yeah, it's been seven. And I'm like, oh, this is kind of a, a neat way to play it. Yeah. And then it turns out, no, this is just what she does when she's in her professional mode. When she's personal, she's still governed by everything the way she always was. Yeah. Rules for thee, but not for me. She takes a ferry boat to a Dutch angle into her home. What an interesting choice. A Dutch angle right before the proposal. I wonder if on a subliminal level it wants us to go... What you're about to see is not a good choice for her. Yeah. Well, that's what it it is, basically, isn't it? Yeah, Rose petals everywhere, and she's wearing the hell out of a hat. Kate Beckinsale is beautiful in this movie. Yeah, she is.
3: And the petals on the floor and the fire. This was like a meatloaf music
2: video. It was. It was. was. There were candles everywhere. (laughs) brilliant. I thought we were going to get, I would do Do anything anything for love. love." But I won't do that. We wear that hat.
3: (laughs) Why won't the (laughs) ring just fit? Yeah, so then the ring doesn't fit, and he's instantly
2: going. Don't take this as a sign. Don't do this. And there's a the box within a box, and I'm like, this is lame. Until at the end, it's the ring, and I'm like, okay. And when the ring's not in it, I'm like, oh, here was the really him with the ring. I'm like, okay, that was well played. Yeah, it was. that was well played. I like that, and I like him as an I might actor. nick that. That's a good idea. He's he's a good actor. This guy, uh, meet he, Lars he Hammond, played by John Corbett. I love John Corbett. Yeah. Always having anything he's in. Yeah, uh, you said that you've seen him in, in Sex and the City. Yep. He played Carrie Bradshaw's
3: boyfriend. Uh, it? He
2: plays a character named Ian in uh, my big fat Greek wedding, a film we have to do at some point. It's just a it's just a charming little film. Isn't he on the front cover of it? Yeah, because he's got a really good smile about he him. He is then. the male lead in that yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's really funny in the sense that she's telling the story about how she meets. The, it's based on her life. Yeah, yeah. and sort of how she meets the l- love of his life, who who is played named Ian, but it's Ian Gomez, who was famous for the Drew Carey Show and Cougar Town uh ian gomez is short and bald he's got like he's got like 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 a stanza hairline a little bit around the side (laughs) whereas john so it must have been a piss take when they were like (laughs) let's cast this guy who's like six foot four and long Long flowing hair. (laughs) they totally make it a plot point too and so much they even cast ian gomez as his best friend in the movie wow it's really great wow it's really great um so uh we go back to Jonathan he hears that there's a Sarah coming on the driving range where he's doing a uh, cuz he's a producer for ESPN now and he gets excited and then it's not her of course and then some girl's to cut his hair for his wedding and her name is Sarah I
3: think what it was in the golf course is he heard her voice yeah
2: was ne- ne- no it was next up on the next tee Sarah oh okay because yeah. her voice sounded very sarah like oh the, the name sarah was explicitly oh, said because okay, that. okay. that's why he looks he's like oh is that is that oh, i thought it was her voice. and then some guy keeps singing it i think it's because he keeps hearing the name sarah though doesn't he Yeah. that's the whole gimmick of this sort of mini montage and he says the universe keeps revealing her to me and he's saying this to dean we get a mini backstory about jonathan and how he searched for the book in the past Oh, which was good. I appreciate the fact they kind of went through the idea because at least he can look for the book. Like, she just had to spend money and get $5 bills.
3: What I want to know, it's been seven years, right? Sure. I can, I can imagine the first year, you know, you're trying to find this book, you know, or you're trying to find this $5 bill. Yep. Seven years on? Is this only just now re-triggered stuff? Now he's getting married or, you know, he could have been carrying this on for seven years. Surely not.
2: I, th- I think he has. She, yeah because um cause otherwise hallie she's not said, otherwise she's not a soulmate and this is cold feet because hallie has that line
1: later on where she's like i've been seeing you looking at this exact book in every store we yeah. go
2: to
3: yep that's nuts isn't it? seven years <sighs>
2: it makes, him clearly, of, makes him a bit of a jerk that she's with him while he's looking for the sign of the other woman <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah see
1: that's what that's what i was like i, I, I don't know I mean if i'm supporting about, this
2: yeah I think there's a reason why we hear that and we don't see it yeah yeah um, so, because we didn't mention on the way home from the, uh, from the wedding speech, he checked a book on the book, on the used bookstand on the way home, and it wasn't there. No. Um, so, um, we get a mini montage of searching for the book again. Uh, Dean warns that British women, women don't age well. It's a shame we don't have Georgia or Megan here, so we can get their opinions on this.
3: Again, they mentioned, um... In this film, I think she mentioned it or Teeth?
2: Teeth, yeah. yeah I told you just a stereotype. Yeah. There's a reason why when we did the episode with uh Tom from Pod Jerky about misconceptions about British people. Yeah. Uh, that I led with the teeth thing. And I went, look, it's it's this thing. It's this concept. It's outdated. But I
3: never knew. Oh, until, it's, it's, it's until totally. It's, it's, you said, it's, it's, I hear it now. It's
2: 100% in American yeah, culture that yeah, yeah, yeah. British I, people have bad teeth.
3: And that's why yeah. Austin Powers had bad teeth. Yeah, have you
2: ever watched an episode of Family Guy where they have the British pub and they come and they take yeah. over? Like they, Their teeth are all like jagged all over the place. Oh, yeah. Whenever
1: a British person on Twitter tries to have an opinion against American, it's always like a photo of like this one SpongeBob character with awful teeth. And it's like, at least we don't have shootings in our schools <laughs> mate and i'm like
2: i just wanted to say i like crumpets i'm just saying i didn't realize until you said yeah. it and now i see it everywhere uh we have another mini montage with lots of jump cuts hallie doesn't realize his hair isn't cut no she doesn't and that kind of makes me go hmm and this is the start of hallie's slight you know thing. she wants uh she wants her to him to say that she's the only woman in the world for him and i'm like there's very specific language yeah and then the buzzer go off. i mean the fire alarm goes off yeah. so if we're like sarah we're like ooh, it's a sign it's a sign uh he finds because she's put all the stuff out of his closet so he can pack for the honeymoon that feels like you're moving way too much stuff for what's only going to be a few shirts and shorts yeah yeah um but um he finds yeah he finds the bloomingdale's bag and it's got a receipt inside the one glove i don't know why the receipts in the glove but it is because the movie's Mm. got a movie in that case too yep and uh we have the account number and then we cut to lars having a concert something they didn't do well enough is i never knew that they were in la why i didn't know that they were in la until they say we should go to new york and i'm like what yeah, You're not in New York? Th- I thought they were on a ferry across. Didn't I say to you? San Francisco ferry. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I thought said, they were in New York still. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. I'm like, I don't remember there being a Fran- San Francisco thing. Oh, so I'll they're in San Francisco. <laughs> they uh, must be, yeah. But um, I, I'm like. Because you were like, is this the Staten Island Fair? I'm like, I'll have to see it. And then I see it. I'm like, no, that's not it. So no, yeah. I'm looking for the orange. Yeah. Yeah, no. I guess we're in San Fran. Maybe that was supposed to be how we figured it out. But yeah, I obviously didn't <laughs> no, miss that. Yeah. Um So, and I've gotten my notes, find someone who looks at you the way Sarah's looking at Lars. And there's a bit of a thing. She seems like she's really into him at this concert. Mm. He doesn't yeah. seem like he's really ever at the rehearsal. Di- well, the re- rehearsal dinner is not the rehearsal dinner. He kind of. Yeah. seems like he's smitten because it's the great enigma and we're like no don't love her yeah I think he's more in love with his music and stuff than in her he's more in love with his music oh you mean Lars Lars yeah okay um so he wants to extend his tour he doesn't understand her career on the flip side she doesn't understand his career no if you're a touring musician and hey they want to add you for three more weeks that's 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 kind of the point yeah that's pretty good like you know how many people get to actually tour i have my career too totally valid and maybe you can go home for a couple of weeks but you don't get to be mad at him because he needs to add a couple of weeks i totally get this yeah i do yeah um um but this is important because we view him as like he's... The movie tells us we're supposed to hate him for this. And I said to my that notes, does, we need yeah. to be okay with him losing the girl. Yeah. It needs to feel like, maybe not punishment, but like he didn't deserve her. Yeah. Like like we, we get to see he's the better choice. Go with, go with J- Jonathan. Yeah. Uh, she runs away and she's going to have a cigarette, which is never picked up on the rest of the movie. No. Which makes me think that she's a smoker in real life. Maybe, yeah. And she stops across from a poster for well, saw a bunch of posters for Cool Hand Luke. She yeah, takes boy. this as a magical sign and goes to visit her friend Eve, played by Saturday Night Live's own Molly Shannon. I like her. Well, I don't really have a lot of time for Molly Shannon. Well, I thought she was good in this. I thought, I thought yeah, she was good. I've, in I've this.
3: never seen her in anything else. I just see her in this. Um, she does she does everything right for the friend that needs to be there. She doesn't move any big set pieces. She's just there as a sounding board.
2: SNL had two female actresses during this time that I was always like, ugh. Because Molly Shannon was always like with Will Ferrell and the, the the cheerleader sketch. And she was the superstar one who had to smell her armpits and put her hands on it. I don't know if any of this. She, 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 there was a movie, so I didn't know if maybe it oh, caught I over think, here. No. Um, so I'm not really a big Molly Shannon person myself. I'm not a big Will Ferrell fan. No, not am I. So there we go um back to bloomingdale's and we meet the associate that's always ever called eugene levy <laughs> i cheered when this man arrived he's great because liam when we watched say that just say david levy i went no yeah i said someone else's name that's not the name of mr levy's son yeah he went, well someone And yeah, i'm like levy. i was sitting there going i knew it was eugene levy because i saw it on one of a one, one of the lists somewhere like, yeah um so he gets uh so he's, he's trying to eugene levy's character trying to make a deal and go look i need to i need my my sales numbers up for the for the month <laughs> and basically he he pimps out which actually sounds pretty accurate um 95 jonathan in a uh full purple suit because the 95 purple tie weren't enough 95 five dollar purple tie isn't gonna work uh and then he goes yeah yeah the account's dead but we can go <laughs> but it starts this thing that reveals a clue that reveals a clue that reveals it felt like an episode of law and order the amount of chasing they're having to do to track this down but if we go to the place where the credit card uh applications are maintained then we can go ahead and uh and 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 do this yep. so he goes okay we'll go ahead and do that very thing so uh, but this this it was an ongoing joke of don't cross the line don't cross the line and he says it after he's you know, basically fraudulently sold him like a seven hundred dollar suit. An Austin Powers suit. Cusack, go stop saying that or I will cut you. <laughs> he does. He does. It's quite funny coming from someone as mild mannered as Cusack.
3: I thought this was lovely when he brought out
2: the crocodile shoes. Yeah, so he just like <laughs> smacks them yeah. out of shot. Yeah. Uh we go back to Sarah. She checks a $5 bill and this is where you had your theory going. Is this just a thing? Is this a thing now? And I'm like, "No, I think she's been doing it forever." But how much fate is that? The fate that like you're going to um find it in LA or San Francisco sorry.
3: But also, not only that, right? How many $5 bills has passed through her hands? A lot more than a books she's sec- going to look exactly. for. Exactly.
2: You know? Every time.
3: Exactly. Every
2: time. Especially a 5. At least it wasn't a one because ones get destroyed more than any other bill because they get used more. They get used more, yeah. yeah. So there we are. Uh, also, how many prank calls? That, like, I, I, exactly. If, if I was him, I'd be like, getting prank calls from everyone. Everybody. Yeah. Um, I'd change my number why I got prank called so many times. They watch Lars' music video, and just like his concert, he's great in this. Um, he's fantastic. Oh, I should mention Lars' agent. We didn't talk about him. Uh, early up there, that's Greg Kinnear. Oh, is it? That's a very young, early in his career, Greg Kinnear. So seven years before he would be Richard Hoover in Little Miss Sunshine, Whoa. he is the agent there. Yeah, that's nuts. Yeah, and he's great. Yeah, I'm. I'm convinced. The the more him I see, that Greg Kinnear is one of the great unsung actors of our time. Yeah, character actor. Like he's not. He's not oh, going yeah, to be. He's going to be. He's not a movie star. No, he's no, an no, actor. No. Yeah. 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 yeah um so she wants uh i'd rather be that yeah me too yeah she wants a weekend away to maybe recharge um he wants to know where you're going and she goes i don't know new york maybe and this is where i went what what do you mean maybe you are going to New York? <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of a lie there she can't be like i'm going to new york to see if i can find the right five dollar bill <laughs> um so i've got mails. so they're not in new york apparently um Eve is then given plane tickets and she goes, Get out of town. And the response was, That's the idea. <laughs> that was funny. It was quite it was quite well written. Yeah. They fly to New York, and at this point I've gone, okay, I'm done with the time lapses now. Everything's a time lapse. Yeah. Stop with the time lapses. And the jump cuts. But people like, people sit in a seat and then like they've, they you know, their expression changes, then it's changed, yeah, it's changed. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. oh I get it. Time is passing. Yeah. It's a it's a motif. I get it. Uh, we go to Bloomingdale's storage facility, and Eugene Levy gives Jimmy Piven a shoulder massage. I think they struggled. Once they had Eugene Levy sign up, I think they struggled for how much is too much yeah. of Eugene Levy. Because really, uh, he outstayed his welcome. I just need him for the one scene? Yeah. That would have been enough. Yeah. Now, they get him, so he has to let him into the facility. I guess that makes sense. But he didn't need to be the focus, and he was. Yeah. Um, because he's like, takes Piven's phone and like answers a phone call from his boss. And I'm like, no, this is, this is just this too far. Mm-hmm. Um, turns out Jonathan finds the account, but the last name has been smudged. So they're going to go and find the address on file and see if they can contact the leasing office and go backwards from there. Uh, meanwhile sarah's made it to new york she tells a cabbie to just drive anywhere in new york he says that's not really how it works eve <laughs> freaks out because she knows why they're in new york and eve and the funny part about eve's character is that she runs this like um eastern sort of new age hippie dippy kind of shop yeah. and doesn't believe in any of it <laughs> no and so she completely because it's also presented to her as like there's a birthday visit trip for you i want to treat you yeah, I don't know why she really needed her best friend with her for this. I don't, I don't get it. Mm. I actually don't get why she has to have a partner in crime on this.
3: Well, I guess because later on she, I is, guess
2: you need her for for, for for the the plot device of the yeah, wallet. Yeah,
1: you need her there so and, she can have haha the- funny golf moment.
2: Oh, and you can also have you know all this uh, dramatic irony. Yeah. yeah, where you're like, oh, she doesn't know that that's the guy that they're oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. um. Eventually, she wins over Eve, and they go back to a different cabbie, and they go to the Waldorf Astoria, Um, which will make a lot more sense. Just take me to the middle of town, and I can just walk anywhere from there. Uh, Jonathan does find the previous tenant record and goes that way. Sarah runs into a dog that previously ran around Jonathan. Uh, They drop all these flyers on the floor for the golf range. Of course, it's the golf range he was at the day before, and that his team is there shooting B-roll of today. Mm -hmm. She even finds his gum. Yeah, she does on the back of the seat. Which we have a flashback scene for. Cool. <laughs> uh, there's a scene where the boys, because Dean's, and Dean's getting more and more won over. The further we get into this, he's <laughs> really kind of a skeptic at the start. Yeah. Uh, they go to Mr. Mignon. Mignon. Um, who's I love Minion. Minion. I wasn't too big on him. I thought he was great. Um...
1: I feel a step too far. I was like, it's funny. He's French. So we're going to play French music in the background as well. And everything
2: he says will be f- uh, French stereo. Uh. Yeah. And he'll get, you know, she sat on me versus she sat for me. That's what I said. Okay, great. It's only a small scene. It is. It is. Because uh, basically at this point, the more interesting storylines actually, like he's just going from place to place to place, hoping he finds the right situation. The fun part is she going to run into him. Yeah. And I think at this point, hers is the more storyline. Mm-hmm um but eventually he sends them towards serendipity because beside that is where the old uh oh is i like find a roommate
0: yeah kind of a kind of a arrangement type
2: yeah thing. uh so they go to serendipity eve and sarah are having some cake uh, Eve downtown is it also strikes me as weird that he never thought to go back to that cafe yeah because in would, seven yeah. years yeah yeah, what the place where she said she loves it and went on about the name of it forever yeah exactly just a thought I'd mm-hmm. just be sitting there like once a week having a coffee <laughs> and it's not like he doesn't hey live there. I didn't find the book but it's me <laughs> also it's, remember me or why not? here's a you wonder what a big plot hole in this movie is write your name on fifteen thousand five dollar bills yeah <laughs> shit, you're right <laughs> yeah shit there was nothing that would stop this or she could find more copies of the every time you go to a bookstore just go in and write your name and number on it
3: yeah yeah she cares about the fate side of
2: it he doesn't have to
3: no that's true he doesn't really doesn't no. he. Want,
1: no. that's what you can do that that's a better film he you spend like the first 10 20 minutes he's like okay he writes his name down on every five like five dollar bill and and then in like seven years time she's about to have a kid and they're like all happy and she's like i found seven five dollar bills that all have your <laughs> number or what have you done also seven seven years he could go in every monday for the first year every t- like every single yep. day of a week yep. you can't even be
2: like oh she was there the like, other you can still look at the, the bookshops while you do this other plan yeah. yeah yeah you have more than enough time you know she likes books write your name on some books yeah. Yeah. She knows. Yep. Um, where are we at here? because
3: um, if you send that into Universe, you'd still look as well, wouldn't you? To see if sure. your own number was in there, wouldn't you? probably You said about him writing his name in the book. Yeah. Wouldn't you if you
2: that was you writing your name in it? Is, start, is that maybe? is that where my book is now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd, you'd still look, wouldn't you? I think so. Um Eve down talks fate as they eat cake. What's the point of living if your decisions don't mean anything? Eve's a nihilist. You know what nihilism is? No. Yeah. You want to try and unpack it?
1: It. Yeah, and then you can correct me. Um, it's <laughs> more just like I do enjoy very, doing that. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's a very negative outlook on the world. It's like we're all gonna die. We have no real purpose. There's no higher power. So, like, what's the point of existence? Kind of thing.
2: Yeah, you pretty much know that the universe is chaos. Oh, yeah. okay. So there's no great meaning. Things just happen. Good things don't happen to good people. Bad things don't happen to bad people. It's just random.
0: Oh,
3: okay.
2: So some people would say it is quite negative. Some people would say it's quite freeing once you realize it's all chaos and there's nothing more beyond this. And then my goal is just to live, you know, does your thing become that I'm going to be selfish? It could be, or it could be as a result that'll make everybody else's journey as, as, as pleasant as it can be. Because there is no chaos. There's no, but I can be an agent of positive change, I guess, because nothing else mm. really matters. So it's not about making anybody else happy, but living my best life. Isn't it
3: weird? I don't see life as chaotic. I'm quite optimistic about
2: life. I'm. I'm, I don't think atheism and nihilism are the same thing. Yeah, because you could believe that. You know, it's still important to be good people, or it's important to be good people because it's. You could believe in karma. You could believe in. um, Yeah, I see life when whenever I
3: um, if I can help you in some way, I will. If I can make your life better in some way, I will. I never go around trying to go. How can I hurt Ian today? How but, can I? How can I make his life more miserable? But,
2: Never in my life I ever thought. If that If you go nihilistic, you could go to a selfish place and go. If nothing mm-hmm. matters, then I'm just going to do what makes me happy. Then but I
3: know people like that. sure, sure, absolutely. You know, and I don't understand it.
2: My thing similar to yours. I have. A, I say, if I can help, I want to help. Yeah, that's my thing. Mm. Yeah, Always.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: So. I've, see, I've seen a lot, like nihilism, a lot online. I don't even know, like, if it's my generation or just people in general. It's more just to be like. I'm nihilistic, so I don't have to care about problems because they don't affect me kind of thing. Like a very, I choose to, like, blissful ignorance kind of thing of, well, what I'm doing, uh, if I give money to insert bad person here, I don't care because I'm a nihilist. And I'm
2: like, yep. yeah, good, for, good for you, buddy. <laughs> um so there's some films that are on the short list at some point they'll come down and there's a lot of nihilism in and we'll talk about them then. Oh, okay, cool. At least uh, I know what it is now. Yeah, so I just thought I just I saw an opportunity for it so I thought, all right, let's talk about it. Yeah, thank you. Uh, just as Eve is winning her over uh, to, to her nihilistic viewpoint, a waiter brings some change and it's not that like, the camera doesn't linger on them. You just are walking down and you see some money just get dropped in the foreground and I went, it's on that bill. That one, <laughs> It's on that one. I know this and it was uh, but it goes into uh, Eve's Wallet that she's bought. She's bought a Prada knockoff called a Prado. Prado. And she's happy with that. And she's happy. she yeah. used a magic marker, uh, like a felt tip. Get rid of that. Um, so we've established okay, she's got a wallet. It looks very similar to Sarah's. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so they get into a cab and leave just as Jonathan and Dean happen to show up and they get the idea of it. Look, the place that's supposed to be the rental place is now a bridal shop. This is like Respect the Bride. Yeah. It's a strange name for a (laughs) shop, isn't it? Again, it's trying to make you think about... She goes, this is a sign. Or is the absence of signs a sign? Can the absence of something be something in and of itself? Yeah, yeah. Interesting um so if the the if the universe tells you to go for someone that's a sign but if the universe doesn't tell you to go for someone is that a sign that you shouldn't go for that someone mm-hmm. and that's the question being asked can the absence of something be something in and of itself yeah true uh dean says he doesn't think this is if you don't do this you'll never find out who sarah is and jonathan says well, i'm not supposed to and it's weird dean is switched now he's the one who's really doing the charge but then we find out what later what why that is. is. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
2: At the Waldorf, uh, Eve happens to run into Holly. It turns out they know each other. They were university roommates. Uh, not roommates, but uh, she was a resident advisor. So she would be like the older student who would live on campus. Yeah, yeah. And, I would hate to be Holly after this film. And, and first-year students would then um, like come find you if they had any problems. Okay. Uh, why? Why is that?
1: because imagine being like hey i just saw you with my friend who happened to run off with your fiance
2: it only counts if holly and uh holly and eve stay in touch yeah it seems like a really weird choice to just invite her it does again yeah i wouldn't have gone no anyway um they're invited to come watch the wedding rehearsal they're mistaken for lesbians (laughs) <laughs> and they need to make sure who's a man um sarah then goes upstairs and finds Lars just laying on the ground and this would probably be a bit of a red flag for me
3: it is, it is i a red need flag, a weekend away and you yeah, just yeah, happen yeah. to be
2: laying there mm-hmm. yeah. uh, they do the so uh the uh jonathan t- uh, version of the story they go to the wedding rehearsal they play music over the boring you know rehearsal stuff and then we find out Eve and Sarah are invited to the wedding. Eve is there, Sarah is not at the at the rehearsal. Uh, Hallie asks, uh, so she says she wants to talk to Jonathan. She feels he's been absent the last few days. And he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so he's kind of doing the humming and haunting. No, and I'm like, hmm. And I don't think they, like, she, they had her go yell at the super. I don't think they've established her nearly enough as someone who deserves this comeuppance. Mm-hmm.
1: Lars, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, that, that was the problem. Because with. With um, with Kate Beckinsale, I'm like, okay, I can, t- I can totally understand why. But even the gift that's given, she's like, I notice oh. you looking at a book. Every, it's like, really
3: thoughtful. And I re- yeah, every edition, single
2: th- first edition.
3: And I realize you didn't have it on your bookshelf. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Oh. So she gives him a copy of Love in the Time of Cholera, which is just a really funny title. Yeah. Um, first edition, and sure enough, her name's in it. He goes to the cabin, and he shows it to Dean. It's a a wedding gift. And the irony is rich. Yeah. Mm. And he literally goes into his pocket. And I thought he was grabbing a flask. (laughs) It's his phone. And he's like, phone. Because using his contacts in the New York Times. It's going to get it quicker. He can find almost anything out. Mm -hmm. And does. Um, Lars is meanwhile on a horse-drawn carriage with Kate. Stops it because he has to answer something about, I don't know, T-shirts or... Yeah, it's work. Something's happened.
1: I think he says, like, something's been one of the tours,
2: one of the locations gets canceled or something. Yeah. Yeah. And then she, like, goes up, goes for a walk, leaves the carriage, doesn't tell him.
3: It's it's important to know that they were trying to do something like when you go to um, New York going on a horse and This is one of those things you one of them do a couple things a things and yeah. that's now breaking that isn't
2: it yeah, but yeah even this sort of like and this is kind of this performative valentines love stuff we talked about earlier Yeah it's this what do you do you go for a carriage ride is it because you're really in love or is it just or is it just it's it's without emotion without passion as the movie would say Yep without mm. passion then this all just becomes acts that you do mm mm-hmm. Mhm and that can be difficult. I remember once uh, I was in a relationship, and it wasn't going well. It was getting towards the end, and um, someone's like, oh, "I want to let's go, and I'll take you out, and we'll, and, we'll, and we'll do this." So we went out and did this thing that would, in many cases, be a wonderful couple-y thing to do. Mm-hmm. But it just felt empty the whole time because it was just perform. It was just okay. I can say we've we've I took you out here for your birthday, okay? Yeah, we've, we've done that. But at no point did I feel connected. At no point was there any. Thing there But it was It's it's the It's the window dressing yes. Of a relationship Yeah Yeah, yeah. Um, And so um, She, she goes it. And has a seat On a bench And looks up at the sky At the stars And he points out One of the Constellations and Says oh What's What's that and It turns out It's Cassiopeia
3: And she shows him His arm Her arm
2: Yep Which I, I'm not sure Your arm really had Cassiopeia I think he was just Making a move So he could touch you um i think you saw the freckles he just joined the freckles to say "Look, it yeah. looks that's what he sees uh on the so now we're on the way to los angeles and it's dean and i guess san francisco it's dean and jonathan and dean says man you're my hero he calls him a jackass which was code for someone who was like going for it so he's the shit and he has to tell it oh it's, it's a good thing it's my body um, and it, he tells, uh, Jonathan that, yeah, my, uh, my, I'm assuming it's his wife. is Yeah, she's, she's, yeah, she's, Courtney. She's moved out. Yeah. Uh, they go to the, to the home listed and Dean sticks the place out and Sarah's, is it Sarah's sister? She's yes. English. We know that. Yeah, it's, it's a sister. Well, you can't tell the difference. I guess in the, in the light stuff, you couldn't. Uh, they yeah. make the hair yeah. look a bit more yeah. like, uh, and well, seven plus, years. Seven years, you might have got a haircut. Yeah. yeah. Seven years, yeah. you know? So, she looks english <laughs> so we say
1: oh cheer here but, but,
2: but if it's a sister I, I can i can go yeah you might look like your sister at various points in your life yeah yeah sarah's sister and her boyfriend are going at it and it's really fun the boyfriend is really funny he looks like some sort he's of a complete dude. meathead surfer dude yeah. i thought he was great yeah uh, and then dean's trying to stop um jonathan from seeing it and that's funny oh we skipped by the part that required the stunt doubles so i probably should bring this up oh okay because we 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 postulated that it might have been this moment here but actually it was uh i think it's the bit at the golf course at the driving oh, range where she course. gets hit in the head with the golf club ah uh, yes clearly that's got to be your stunt doubles that's got to be honorable yeah. mention to maybe this part yeah <laughs> Um, so it's, it's a funny moment in a film that needed some funny moments at times. Uh, also on the way to San Francisco, we find out that Sarah and Lars broke up. That happened off camera, mm-hmm. but we're like, "Yeah, we had to talk, so we're not going to show this." No, why? Maybe because John Corbett's too damn likable. Yes, he is. I think he is. So I think you have to hear about it like this. You do. You do. Um, uh, Sarah reaches into not her wallet, and I needed a scene where we see her grab the wrong wallet. She's just got yeah. it. Yeah. Why? She just does. Yeah. Uh, finds the $5 bill. Um, Again, she goes, let's have a look. Yep. Are you me? Let's have a look. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow the super. Oh, so she goes and runs back into town. Somehow the super knows, not just that he's getting married, knows where it is as he waits outside the building. Um, so she runs in, and it's very much the graduate. Stop! Who really would run into a wedding and go, stop? Don't know. Huh? No no one English, because we clearly saw in Four Weddings and a Funeral, you just go inside and go, fucking it, do. Because I
3: wouldn't run in and try and stop a wedding there and then. Uh, yeah. I, do you know what I mean? That's, that's, that's a lot. You're banking on a lot for yep. someone you've not seen for seven years.
2: But she goes, is it over? And he goes, oh, yeah, it's, it's over. over. Now, also, it's like 1230, and they're like, like, I don't I love think how stupidly I don't think the cryptic this man like, is choosing like, to oh, be. He is. like he could easily go no it's off <laughs> but he's just go oh yeah it's over it goes up the stack of the chairs now to be fair she's an idiot because you don't go to the waldorf astoria just for the ceremony like everything's taking place in that space yeah of course so what you
1: need after this you gotta have her sit down on a log with alec alec guinness goes well it was right from a certain point of view it was over (laughs) it's that it's
2: that (laughs) same level of bullshit if you think about it technically (laughs) what i said was not a lie (laughs) um on the streets of new oh she she goes oh yeah he called it off and she goes called it off and she's weeping and she's great in this moment she is and then she goes called it off she's weeping. She goes, that's terrible <laughs> <laughs> on the streets of new york jonathan wants to know if he did the right thing dean says yeah i think he did by the way he, i even wrote it down and it's your obituary because that's the one thing yeah you were from the new york times you write obituaries um so dean grabs roses and he's going after courtney i said he thinks he needs passion because he let the passion die and then his relationship died uh jonathan reads the obituary thanks to jeremy piven's voiceover that's nice and he just hop. Yeah, it's really well done yeah. it's really well written uh it's got humor which is jeremy piven brought a lot of humor to the role mm-hmm. really appreciated mm-hmm. that he finishes the read by the ice rink uh, he then sits down on the concrete of the, yeah, I said ice rink, skating rink. He, he sits, he sits down,
3: on the bench first, doesn't he, and find a coat.
2: Yes, finds the coat, and then, and he, then goes he goes ahead to... and lays down in the middle of the skating surface. Still not the most, like, socially, no. kind, a bit antisocial. Yeah. Then it starts to snow, so everybody bails because it's going to make it slick, and you you don't want to be there. I've done this. I've laid down on
3: an ice rink. Have you? Yeah, Yeah, I got real bad sunburn one summer. Went ice skating the next day, and the – if you've been in an ice rink, it's – well, you have, of course. Once <laughs> or <Was, laughs> twice, yeah. Stupid question. There's kind of a, a sweaty coldness about the place yeah. when um, – There's a dampness in the air. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was irritating my back. And the only thing I could think was take my T-shirt off and lay on the ice. Wow. And I had a guy skate over to me who worked in the place. This is in Peterborough, I think. And um, he skated over to me. And went, uh, excuse me. Can you um, Can you move? And when I moved, there was a divot in the in the ice where my back had just. Oh, s- yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that
2: was... I
1: was laid on an ice
3: rink once,
2: but, but yeah. I fell over. Yeah, yeah, I'm not very good on my on my feet. Um. Uh. So he lays on the snow, and the second glove just happens to. So he puts on the one glove himself, and then the second glove just like flies down from a like literally right from above. Yeah. <laughs> With snow. <laughs> With snow. And then he gets up and looks around, and she is like 20 feet behind him. So not only the accuracy of her throw, but the arc it would require, so the glove came down directly down on top of him.
1: The weight
2: of the glove. so good. To quote, (laughs) how to lose a guy in 10 days, bullshit.
0: Bullshit.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, She's standing there just in like a, a shirt. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, it, it, it's down. well
2: cold. He's got her. He's got her. Uh, he's got her, uh, her. Her jacket, I guess. He never gives it to her, as far as I can see. No, he used it as a pillow, didn't he? Yeah, is that what he does? Yeah. Um. And so they walk up to each other. Uh, as he sees her, a single tear comes down. Good on oh, you. Oh, that was nice. They slowly walk to each other into a nice two shot. The snow's a lovely touch. They kiss, and we get this three hundred and sixty degree pan that goes around them as they kiss. And then we have an action match because they're still kissing in the same sort of pose. But now they're at Bloomingdale's. It's their anniversary. We've skipped forward a bit with the gloves. And we get one more Eugene Levy moment because I guess they come back every time, back to the glove counter on their anniversary. It
3: must be the first time they come back because he does say to her, you'll warm
2: up to him. He No, he says we come back every year. So why would he say? Oh, it's for us. You'll warm up to him because we need because we, we need a funny ha-ha for us. Oh. Yeah. Okay. This was so not necessary. Not too. This sucks. I like the ending of it. What? The- like if it ended in a kiss. Them on the ice rink <laughs> yeah. would be That's fine. That's fine. Yeah, Louis yeah. Armstrong, yeah. whatever. Let's go get some Pan kid- out. Where do you want to go? Let's just see where the night takes us. And they walk off into the distance. Like, isn't that great? That's great. Or no, he was no, like, I know a. Re-
1: up and you just see the skyline. I know need- a really good cafe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You did
2: not need one more. You didn't, Eugene it's Levy. It's funny because she crossed the line yeah. and he went angry again. Oh, oh it was brutal. That was brutal. <laughs> <laughs> he warms up. Like it went wrong. It's it's, it's funny, but it not. There wasn't the point in the movie for this. No, no, no. Uh, you no. know who Eugene Levy is? He's Rowan Atkinson in that
1: scene, in, um... Love Actually. Love Actually. Yes, he is, but, but, they were, yeah. but in Love
2: Actually, they put him in there, like, once.
1: No, th- yeah. that's what I was going to say. It's like, it's, it's Rowan them but they went, can we do it again? Because they bring again? him later,
2: but they make sure he's not... Yeah, he's, he, he's yeah. a complimentary piece, he's not the piece.
1: It's not, It's like if Rowan Action was the final bit a- again, and, he, and he's like, oh, d- don't kiss on here, or so, well, I don't remember the ending of the film, but, like, some stupid... Rowan
2: Atkinson line, like it'd be like the only movie where was just, oh, I, I made a robot. <laughs> Try to cross the line, you cross the line. <laughs> oh, look at that wacky robot. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that is our movie. We're in the end game now. Yeah, we are in the end game now, Liam. We need a random word, buddy. Random word. Mm-hmm. Gloves. Gloves. Ooh, the gloves are off. Indeed. Indeed, I noticed something about, about, about the glove in this. <laughs> um, money, money, money. $28 million budget. What do we think it takes home? Let's start with Liam. 120. And Ethan? 90. Yeah, Ethan's closer. 77.5. Oh,
1: oh my God. It's a nice little...
2: It's a, yes. Yeah, uh, probably, probably made, made, made me max to about $10 million profit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's a nice little movie. I'm um, just been optimistic i love this film the awards no awards for this one no really yeah romantic romantic movies aren't gonna get it, it just doesn't happen i don't mean that in a, a tee hee way um it's like i mean if comedies are hard done by and they are i mean romantic comedies doubly so because mm-hmm. for everything in it they're just generally designed to be income generators for the most part same as action flicks yeah you know yeah
1: let's just put let's pump something out just to continue
2: action flicks the most part of it I mean if they hit they can hit huge mm. romantic comedies usually don't races. like my big fat Greek wedding was the exception it made all the money oh did it oh it's staggering I guess it's number one romantic comedy of all time just make a note of that yeah oh, for future wait. reference <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, so who would you cast as who there's not a lot of male roles in this no <sighs> Ethan would be Eugene Levy
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay with that. you think
2: so yeah you can get rid of that we're both very neurotic. okay so that makes one of us lars probably one of oh lars that's interesting too oh the, i was a dean dean yeah depends which way we go with who's he's john cusack who's john cusack yeah, hmm. yeah it's difficult it is difficult because yeah. i'm a bit of both yeah you are so you could be dean you couldn't be lars you could be dean yeah i'm not sure if i'm a great dean i could be lars Yeah. Or I could be Cusack. Or I could be Monsieur Mignon if I had to.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You can do that, like, uh, French-Canadian thing.
2: Yeah. um, I'll be Sarah. (laughs) (laughs) Optimistic. Uh, jeez, then it doesn't matter if she choose Lars or if I choose
1: <laughs> Are you treating Liam correctly or you're treating Liam terribly? I'm just
2: sleeping on the floor of the Waldorf. because they, they just let you in and let you do that. Uh, Although I guess he's not more of a big celebrity, I suppose. I don't know. Uh, did this film have a villain problem? I'd say yes in the yeah. sense that that Hallie needed to be more of one to make you feel because yeah, they do kind of. The, She's not really obviously. They, they obviously break up off screen for that one as well, yeah, but yeah, there's yeah. no comeuppance for him. Um,
3: they try and keep you away from. It's really clean. Yeah, they try and keep you away from Hallie and Lars a lot more. And I think having them on screen breaking up, you'd feel a bit more for them. So you can't feel that. You have to be aligned to them. Sarah yeah. and
2: – jonathan yeah i don't get i mean she's she's great when she's like. remember the we didn't talk about it but at the at the first rehearsal dinner whichever one that was yeah when she's like are you are gonna be home later yeah because i'm gonna come home i'm gonna get take my clothes off i'm gonna come lay next to you and then there was some sort of euphemism i forget what mm-hmm. it was but you're like she's great yeah yeah she she's, she loves him she a hundred percent loves yeah him. And, that's and her only sad. issue let's let, 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 actually let's unpack this holly's case She loves him clearly. Yeah, Yeah, she's she's got some rough edges as a a human being. She, I'm gonna go yell at the super. No, I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna yell. And it clearly is yelling. Mm. Um, but she then she goes. It feels like you've been absent, and he has. Yeah. And then she buys him the book he's been looking for all this time. This really thoughtful gift. Yeah. And then he doesn't have one. She's like, it's okay. (laughs) And then what's the reward? She loses him. Yeah. And there's no sort of on her wedding day. And her gift's the one that that causes... Oh, I hope
1: a-
3: she never knows. Yeah, me too. I'd hate
2: that. Yeah, me too.
3: Because he was about to
2: give in. Because Piven says, as they're laying on the ground after he's tackled him, maybe you're lying here because you don't want to be standing somewhere else. Yeah. So, it's the idea that she's the wrong person anyway. I, I mean, if you're this hung up, that you're going through this whole rigmarole, then yeah, obviously.
1: For seven years.
2: Well, especially this timeline, though, like literally the night before, If we, yeah. if we don't miss our if, if our plane doesn't leave on time, then we're not going to make it back in time for my wedding. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. 10 minutes. Yeah. So, I feel
1: maybe it's me. I, I don't feel with everything I've seen, we see with Jonathan. I don't know if he would have proposed.
2: I don't well, know. Well, we don't see him propose, do we?
1: Yeah. No, but unless she was the woman that did it. Who are we talking about? Hallie? Yeah. No, no, he totally proposes. No, that but that's why I'm like, if it's I don't know, uh, it feels. Like, I, I,
2: I, th- I think peaks. I'm, lo- and tr- I'm looking way too into this. I think there's peaks and troughs mm. between like how much he's looking for this book. He obviously went through a great blitz of it at one point for the first year and a bit. He maybe. and Dean have had a conversation. He put it behind him, but he still can't. Because like, even when, he, when he, he passes like that that stall, he sort of walks by, and looks, and goes, "Should I?" Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. he goes back. Mm. So that's a learn thing isn't imagine it? those he, peaks he, and valleys as yeah, far yeah, yeah, as does yeah. he you know how into how how much is he really looking and
3: yeah. dean knows what it was like the first time round. sure so he's trying to put him off at the second time isn't he so yeah so yeah
2: uh should the film be called something else uh,
3: he's just not that
1: into you
3: oh, oh.
2: <laughs> book it <laughs> <laughs> um no, that's about it. We're doing the dangerous bit where we're leaving lots of empty, empty airspace here. It's in the stars. <laughs> it's in the know. stars. Written in the stars. Yeah. Um, I think is a lovely name. It is film. a lovely yeah. name. Whose story is it? I think it's more It's more his, isn't his? it? His, yeah, Jonathan's. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. She's no wrong, she's got something to do. She's yeah. not she's not left without anything to do. No. Um what's the story? I mean, it's <laughs> Are it's all, it's, Are We Destined To Be? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and clearly they were at the start. Yeah, yeah, and and something actually robbed them of that—the devil—and
3: the fact that seven years pass and still they feel that strongly to give up everything, even though they both don't know one or the other is free or as interested. Still, they still give up their lives for what they feel.
2: Musical songs that should be on the soundtrack. Um always i'll be there (laughs) till the stars don't shine oh yeah uh i've got call me i'm alive (laughs) (laughs) call (laughs) me call me leaving on a jet plane (laughs) i don't know when i'll be back again yeah I'm getting married in the morning! <laughs> <laughs> Ding dong! are gonna, gonna chime! chime. Anything <laughs> uh, else? Um, um, London
3: calling. In a faraway place. Why is London calling? Because
1: she's British.
2: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's, that's
1: the like the parentheses London calling because she's British. Big big yellow taxi. Just because there's a lot of time in yeah, taxis, yeah.
3: isn't there? Uh, think twice Celine Dion.
2: <laughs> Yes I oh, am yeah. Baby think
1: twice
2: I love you Always forever Near and far <laughs> Closer, closer together. together That was such a hit That was such a hit uh, I, that was a big her hit. voice is weird, but it's such yeah, a hit. Yeah, yeah. Say you'll love, love me forever. Oh, that's the nine. Well, that's a bit we talked earlier, just before we went on on thing about how decades bleed into each other. And although that's a ninety like one ninety two song, it's very eighties. Yeah, everywhere and every <laughs> say you'll love, love me. That was number one forever. Well,
3: kiss me <laughs> on oh, the skating rink. <laughs> Central Park. I'm trying kiss to think <laughs> if there's
2: something about laying on your back or. I mean, written in the stars. Oh, yeah. A million, a million miles, miles away. That is to remain.
3: Lay back oh. in the arms of someone
2: loving an elevator i'm dropping the mic on that one yeah. um I'm crazy
3: crazy
1: i was listening to that today crazy. just before we got here
2: oh it's crazy. i was song. washing some dishes and i'm i had a hard time telling the difference between crazy and crying yeah they're very similar they're very and i'm like i think she's in both videos isn't she who uh Liv tyler live tyler yeah that's uh, i think two-time best uh rusty award winner <laughs> 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 yeah yeah uh, yeah i don't think i don't think there's really anything unless we go back to i mean oh, we'll have to shoot i don't think i have it on the docket i mean have to oh i may have to pivot on some stuff all right i may have to yeah. i love how you have those I'm, 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 I'm just doing like like scheduling in my head going <laughs> yeah, oh we yeah. might need to do this <laughs> i'm just gonna stop there um what's next there uh role of women role of women in the film
3: I thought she she's good. Um Kate Beckinsale's character, uh, Sarah. Um she sticks to what she believes in. Um even when she's with Lars and stuff, he says, Oh, oh don't take this too you know, he doesn't overpower her. Um she's strong and independent in her own way. Um And she follows what she follows her heart rather than her head.
2: A movie for for the most part. My only concern with the movie is that it feels that Lars's exit strategy is a lot more planned than holly's yeah like there's a reason for him to be broken up with and we're like cool and then she gets broken up with and we're like cool because she's just not the other girl and i'm like oh that's a bit rough yeah that is mm. but she's, yeah, yeah. she doesn't turned into a shrew but, she, but she, so women get a positive it depends what side you're going for Because women are pretty much all really good in this film and holly is a nice nice girl really oh totally you know here's the book you're always looking yeah, at yeah yeah by the way, could you spend a little bit more time with me yeah. before my wedding? Oh. Here's the bit I always dreamed of. Yeah, the part we're not talking about is, unfortunately, all the stuff you dreamed of is about to be tainted. Yeah. So she gets mm. married again. She can't get married to the Waldorf Astoria. No. She can't. Like, none no. Of, like, everything that she loved and was planning is now all needs to be replaced. Yeah, it does, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh. 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 Do you know what? I, I could, I could I never a, be.
2: <laughs> I need a Besties Award for like most misunderstood character or something. Cause, <laughs>
1: yeah, the Karen Filippelli oh. Award.
2: <laughs> yeah, the Karen Filipelli Award. There we go. Oh, hallelujah. oh, jeez.
1: She's she's a victim just of circumstance. She is. it's.
2: All, it's she's awful. just a victim. Yeah, and she takes it in such good stead. And the movie kind of presents her as a maybe she's a worse villain. I don't know. The movie kind of presents her as like she's a barrier. But I'm like, oh, yeah. Um, let's go with, here we go. Favorite character. Sarah.
3: Only because I really love Kate Bagensale and she, she sells this performance for me. She, she's very good. She is. And when she's emotional, she's emotional when she's being, uh, pretend emotion. She's funny. And, you know, she has a bit more depth than what I think some other people could have brung. Brung? bring, brought, the, brought. I don't think Jennifer Aniston. Oh,
2: there's no way could have done <laughs> I said, what said, she did. I said this movie. This movie's not half as good if it's Jennifer Aniston. Exactly. Yeah. He's. A- uh, Jeremy Piven.
1: He's. He was sort of my barometer for. I'm, am i am born with this am i not by the time that he's like okay we've got to do this i'm like i'm doing this for you jeremy it's it's not it's not for jonathan it's for, it's for jeremy Piven.
2: his role is really important i said as a it's barometer lead, for the needed, audience because yeah. otherwise if you write that the ever side he's going you get married tomorrow like what are you doing yeah like the whole crowd like yeah that's a good point what is he doing <laughs> yeah, so yeah, you yeah. need him to go believe in love keep going yeah, yeah 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 for you to feel that yeah i'm gonna go with john cusack uh, so I'm curious, cause you said you're gonna pick my, my, my character before we, we started. I'm guessing it wasn't John Cusack in the end. I'm guessing you thought I was gonna pick, um, Lars. Yep. yeah, Uh, he's great. He is great. Uh, yeah. but he's not. <sighs> he's such a local guy. He's though. like three main scenes. There's a couple, he's a bit of a caricature. He's, he's a lot of fun. Of course he is. Uh, he actually, is. I would have rated Piven above him. I would have been more on that side of it, cause I think for what Ethan said, I think piven has got layers. But I like John Cusack as the everyman, because for once in these times, Liam, I'm saying you gotta kinda put yourself in the movie. Oh. And then Cusack represents that. And he, he is the he everyman.
3: Does. He does, yeah.
2: And I think I was sitting there going, why is, why is he such a big thing? Cause we haven't done one yet. Episode 161, our first episode with, uh, Kate Beckinsale or with John Cusack. John Cusack. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sitting there going, what's the big deal about John Cusack again? And then I watched and I went, oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And maybe the first time as an adult watched him going, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, does something he brings authenticity and credibility to the role. What in some actors' cases be what a wacky send up, you know. Tom Hanks might have gone, and I'm supposed to find this anywhere in New York, and you know it wouldn't. You Nothing's know, a bad actor, but he would play it bigger. And, and Cusack plays it smaller, and he didn't just say anything. <laughs>
1: Yeah, right. <laughs> there there are a lot of actors i'm gonna ignore that there are a lot of actors who if they were in this role it would either seem like like you said over the top or almost like intenting on stalker territory because of like how intense he could be but he's just like
2: i'm tired yeah I just what i, I want to get to the end of I, this i really respect this guy i do yeah, yeah. i think he's great yeah our favorite moment, favorite element. Liam.
3: I love their whole um, love story and how they get together. And I love how... I love their scenes together. Yeah. This They bring them together at the beginning, and you see the chemistry at the beginning.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, and then they're torn apart for half the movie until the end again and yet you feel that chemistry between them when they're not so when they're not together you still feel it because they they're cutting the you know you're missing them just by a second and stuff like that but you still feel they're still about
2: it's really interesting because um they only spent a few days together during the shoot like so just I, maybe it was a desire to sort of like imitate what was going on. Yeah, maybe. But they were only like together on the days they had explicit scenes together. Oh, so not, really? not, not they're hanging out together on set. But I felt like the the chemistry was there. I mean, I guess I, once they figure out you've got the chemistry, great. Now make the make the reconciliation feel like a reconciliation. Yeah,
3: I just love their scenes together because there's very few of them, and I felt it felt it felt right. It felt natural, and the cinema photography is amazing.
2: Okay, loved it um a side note just while i'm looking for some stuff here uh during filming of the movie in new york city the following note was posted on a production trailer yes we're filming a movie it's called serendipity it stars john cusack and some girl from britain that you wouldn't know even if we told her even if we told you her name you uh, you wouldn't know even if we told you her name we'll be shooting tonight until mid-morning please don't ask the crew any questions even if they're working they are thinking <laughs> that's brilliant I've got here Kate Beckinsale and Molly Shannon disagreed with using stunt doubles and performed their own stunts. Oh. Wow. So that's got to be the voice. Wow. Just a thought. Get on him. Apparently, Love in the Time of Cholera is also mentioned in High Fidelity. Ooh. That's I'm interesting. Gonna, I'm going to have to look out for that, yeah.
1: Yeah, I think so. Cinematic universe. Absolutely. I yeah, the
2: John Cusack, the, the Cusack verse. Wouldn't it be funny if she turned up in it, though? <laughs> Indeed, it would be. Uh, so, Ethan, do you have a favorite moment?
1: I really like um, Sylvester's score in this. It's really okay. subtle at points, but you know what? For a film where a lot of the time I was kind of like going, "I'm not, I'm not fully seeing this," I ended, up, I did end up focusing on like other things, with the cinematography. But the score's surprisingly really good. It's got a really nice mellowness to it at points.
2: Okay uh i'm going to go for our, No, not exactly what i'm doing act one mm-hmm. act one of the movie is perfect mm-hmm. i am with them and i said i'm all in i'm all in like this love story is amazing i buy it i think it's a cute it's a simple thing we both want the same pair of gloves yep we have this fun little moment we grabbed a coffee we're a little bit into each other we probably should walk away and then it feels the universe brought you back together especially yeah. if you look at it from her perspective yeah yeah because he's kind of a little bit more in a little bit quicker than she is and then it keeps happening and then this and then this is a ridiculous notion send up but that's what rom-coms often have so I'm, of course, I'm, of I'm, I'm 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 totally okay with it um so yeah i'm really quite happy with where we have it there and act one was perfect even up to the part where they miss each other in the elevator and they go off and 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 that's such
3: a reaction to that that
2: (laughs) act one for me is like is like it's it's at least a nine out of ten like like, it's 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 story-wise and my experience because i had very real moments you did watching this on my armchair i was like this thing is constructed story-wise i was with every beat i was exactly where they want me to be that's hard yeah, yeah, yeah i agree and that's everything that's her performance That's his performance that's the story that's the editing that's the music that's all those things have to come together to get me to invest that hard while well, i'm also taking notes yeah i know right on a first watch like yeah, usually i should be i should be withdrawn on that so yeah act one totally 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 uh, which then brings us to... Oh, I'm looking at the wrong thing here. Brings us to a grumble. A grumble. Uh, let's start with Ethan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to be too... It, I, I've spoken about it before. It's
1: more like... It's the handling of Hallie. Like, it's... It's... I feel like they put all their eggs into the... um. Oh, God. What's his name? Lars. Yeah, into the Lars basket. And then they were like... Oh, yeah... Um we've not really shown anything for her, but we're gonna like dismiss it
2: because that's Because they made it, it, Eve it, the quirky it, character, isn't it? Yeah, oh, yeah, it's
1: really it's really
2: difficult. But Piven's allowed to have like some humor to him. Yeah, and he yeah. Did. yeah, it's like we can have one funny girl. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, it I think that's what it took so why for me with the film and I'm really glad that we we've spent so long talking about it cuz I'm actually able to go be like maybe I'm just having like a I'm having a bit of a reaction to this <laughs> but I'm <laughs> but I'm just like that that the, the, the halley thing I'm like there is I just feel bad and the film hasn't given me like any indication that this is bad
2: okay um I'm going to go ahead and say mine is I think the film's not nearly as good when they're not together. Yep. And I know what the premise and the send-up of the movie is. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So you have to keep them apart. You do, yeah. Oh, his his story feels especially labored. Yeah. I'm going to go... I'm going to chase down this receipt in a warehouse,
3: <laughs> and now I'm going to go yeah. to, like,
2: a housing building. I'm like, this none of this felt fun. No. It didn't feel like we were getting closer. It was just like, all right, we'll do another. It was the same privacy conversation everywhere you went. I'm like, this isn't fun. Hers, I'm going to walk down the street and let, you know, the flyers tell me where to go. And she's yeah. almost right. Like, I was like, that's a much, her story was much more interesting than his was. Mm-hmm. Uh, despite all the cool stuff I like the what they're doing with Piven on on a character level. So yeah, my issues that um yeah Act Two and even the bit when they go to L.A. I'm ju- oh, San Francisco. I'm just like there's funny enough payoff when you see what's happening once they get there, but it yeah. was just oh yeah, it, it wasn't as good, which is a shame because I thought they really did nail the first part. And you do need to keep my part. I'm not arguing, put them together, mm. but write better stuff. yeah 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 Yeah.
1: you know what yeah when when there's the scene when they're next to the bridal shop which is right next to serendipity i'm kind of pulling my hair out because i'm like you're so close you're so close and then it's not and i'm like that's great that was i'm gonna that, call that the 12th night effect where i'm like yeah there's, there's that there's, there's that almost intersection You're like no that's brilliant those Continue are better to do
2: that yeah those are better that. show yeah. me how many near misses i mm. love miss. Because, yeah, because, because they are so destined to be together they keep crossing at the right places yeah. but slightly at the wrong time yeah yeah. 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 like yeah that's the whole thing of the elevator scene i'm like yeah keep doing that yeah just keep doing that show me them just barely missing each other yep because they are so in sync Yeah, yeah yeah so yeah, for me,
3: um, I didn't realise I had grumbles until we start talking about it. <laughs> 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 so, uh, as per usual, a film I really love, we tear apart. No, um,
2: oh, I hope you don't come away no, 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 feeling no, that no, bad no, about it. No, yeah.
3: no, no, not at all, not at all. I'm joking, um, but I, my my rating has changed on this. Um, I I echo everything you both said. Um, for start off and. For me, I didn't like the fact, I brought this up when we came to the scene, but I don't like the fact that he wrote his name on a note and sent it out into the universe, and then he had to rely on her to go, yes, I'll do that tomorrow. Yeah. So he's chasing something down that might never exist. And if he spent seven years trying to find it, what's to say he's not going to spend another seven? So I think he needed physically to see her write something in the book for
2: him. to th- You got trust issues. <laughs> by. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I do. I do when it comes <laughs> to stuff like, because. I never once for a moment considered she might not do it. I, well, I, I just, I thought, hang on a minute. Why is she not writing
3: the book? The pen, the, he just had a pen to write on the, on a note. Why? And then to walk away and not even go, see, I've just done that. I will. We'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah, But he has to chase her down. Otherwise, she had just walked off. Yep. So, yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, I don't know if that's part of the edit. Uh, one of the things I got here is that originally the gap was supposed to be 12 to 15 years.
1: Oh, my God. Wow.
2: Yeah. Uh, they were originally written to be in their early 20s uh, when they first started. Uh, but audiences felt that they weren't fresh-faced enough to pull off that early 20s look. And oh. so they, they reduced it to seven years.
3: Don't you think, though, right? If they had been at twelve to fifteen years, don't you think one of them would have got married at some point? I think, I th- I think this,
2: the stories more along. It, the stories got to be more in the case of yeah, I had a marriage and now I'm divorced and yeah. maybe I'm getting remarried. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah fifteen years if, feels too long. It feels too long, doesn't yeah? It? yeah. So they made it.
1: In in a real world scenario, one I, I doubt this would be successful. But I'm. I'm willing to believe that someone would have just found one of those two things and called called the other person, like some random person, just to screw with them. Because that happens a lot when you someone leaves their phone number just anywhere.
2: Well, that's what I said, like, when he puts his phone number out there, like he should have been dealing with crank calls over the last All seven the years. Time. <laughs> it's also asking a lot for a five dollar bill to be in rotation for fifteen years. I mean, coins are made of metal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. Like these, these are these are notes i want to know right now
3: our queen has gone yep because we're talking about coins she's been on our on our coinage since they changed to decimalization to uh pence and pounds sure so 1971 now charles is king oh you got
2: much older coins than that in circulation 1971 is the oldest really yeah yeah well canada she's been on our coin since like the 40s or 50s.
3: Oh, no, don't get me yeah. wrong. Yeah, she's been on the coin. Oh, but you mean coins
2: that might still be in circulation? In circulation. I'm on it. I'm uh, on to. Okay. Yeah,
3: yeah. So 71 is the oldest year you'll find in circulation. So I got you now. So will that mean now he's going to be on the coin, yes. Charles? Do they keep them in circulation
2: or do they slowly phase them out? I think what'll happen is they will just replace the coins as they need to. So mm. if you can still find really, really old for a while in Canada, I remember as a kid finding a coin that had uh, the king on it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, yeah. We still they were it. still in circulation, yeah, so yeah, yeah. it'll just be a matter of they'll be destroyed yeah. as they wear out, as they need to be replaced. Whatever your usual outpouring of coins and notes will be, they will now be done with just the new currency, was the king's head on it, as opposed to the queens. I imagine it'll be out there, isn't there? Yeah. do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs>
1: I imagine it'll be somewhat similar, but probably not the same as whenever we changed, like our, when we changed our five pound note and our ten pound note to be different. There was like a two year period where we're like just
2: yeah. I do think the, whatever. I think the notes will be called in. I think the notes yeah. will be replaced whenever you put into a bank, they'll be removed. Hmm. The coins, just too many of them. Yeah, there's, a there's just too many of them, and they're designed to to last yeah, decades. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like I say 1971. So the, is... the, the, the cost would be.
1: And not small. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And It already it already costs enough to like. Yep. Create a to whole coins. New... Yep.
2: Yeah. Um. Anybody's best role ever? I really like John Cusack in this. I don't know Kate Beckinsale or anything else, so I can't really. By default, she gets this for me.
0: Yeah. Like, I've seen her in the Aviator.
2: She's, is not she's, good. she's she's better only, for me in this. Maybe if I look. Got much of a part in Aviator. Maybe yeah. if I watched Aviator and really looked for her part. But yeah, it's really more of a Leo thing in it. Yeah, she plays Ava Gardner. Yeah um uh i like john
3: cusack in high fidelity though so i haven't seen that in a long time um i really like him in con air yeah he's good in con he's air he's good yeah, in con yeah, air.
2: Yeah. hate him in uh midnight in the garden of good and evil not seeing that oh it's terrible also not a big fan of gross point blank the first time i saw it
3: hasn't that got many
2: driver in it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I think memory yeah, serves yeah yeah. yeah yeah. i might need to see it again as like cause i saw it as a teenager and didn't get it yeah 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 same yeah um uh, so there's, there's that uh, but I do rate him as an actor, so... i rate him as an actor. And I'd be curious her, to give her her it a go. I rate as an actor.
3: I think, I think the Underworld franchise kind of ruined her career a little, because... It pigeonholed her. It did. Yeah. Because her husband, or her ex-husband now, um, Len Wiseman, was the director. Yeah. So that kept her going every few years yep. in a movie, but... It, but then
2: it made her that... She was the Underworld woman. That's what she did. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um... Uh, Ethan, it's 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 your time, your, your time to shine because I never
1: want
0: to hurt my age. What's my age again? What's my age again?
2: Age game, age game, let's all play the age game. And, of course, I don't mean to suggest that Ethan doesn't shine other parts <laughs> during this, but this is his specific responsibility during the course of the evening. Yeah.
1: And I have none because I did not value my responsibility. So first up, we have John Cusack.
2: John Cusack
3: um 30
1: 38 uh, he's 34 i don't it's know split. Ooh, that's that? exactly in the middle yeah
2: yeah
1: uh then we have kate oh so he said
2: 35 i thought he was cheating low <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's why i went up a few <laughs> kate beckinsale Who's in yeah. tremendous shape? Oh, yeah. When she was running for, the, running for the taxi cab, trying to get to the wedding, her shirt sort of popped a bit. I'm like, that is one toned stomach. Uh, yep.
0: Not, uh, not a big
2: stomach guy, but still, yeah. Underworld, like she, she's Oh, raped. Yeah, absolutely, she is. Yeah. uh uh-huh. Um,
3: hmm, twenty eight.
2: Thirty two.
1: That's going to Liam because she's twenty seven.
2: Wow.
1: Uh, then we have uh, the friends. So we've got Molly Shannon.
3: I think hmm. she's a little bit older. 32. 33.
1: <gasps> oh, because like- of that, Ian gets the point because she's 36.
0: Oh!
1: I was not little higher anyway. I thought you were Very low. cheeky. I'll go first this and, time. You
2: can, you can play this yeah. in the back
1: if you want. <laughs> and then, uh, and then uh, we have Jeremy Piven.
2: Holy. 30. Thirty-four.
1: Liam gets it. She's uh, he. He's thirty-five. <laughs> so that is a. I think Liam takes that. I win that. Yeah. Oh no! Point and a half to Ian and both. So Liam has a point and a half.
2: I thought two and a half. Ian no, has two and a no, half. Liam got Cape back in sale as well. Yeah. I'm reading my why, why are you Why is this so I know it's your time to shine Why is this so hard for you And you're writing them down You're writing them down Liam and I are just participating Going eh, No I remember this <laughs> It's our voices I need to are, make
1: a confession. I good. had name. I went, L. yeah, that's Ian. It's because our voices are so similar. It's hard yeah. to tell it us is, apart. It, right? I I when think, you said it's your time to shine, I was like, any possible, yeah. any like IQ I, I, I was, had just I was,
2: I was setting myself up to fail there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's go ahead now. Uh, the critics, the critics, Ethan, you've looked these up too. God help us. Uh, 59% on Rotten Tomatoes, 6.8 on the IMDb. That's not too bad. Uh, Ethan, what we got here? Yeah. Uh,
1: we have Joe Berry from the Radio Times, and she says director Peter Chelmson's follow-up to the disastrous Town and Country is occasionally sickly sweet, but is saved from being just another dollop of seasonal pudding by Cusack's winning performance, and gives it three out of five. All right. Mm-hmm. So that that's our positive. Um, then we have Todd. <laughs> Technically McRaffey. positive. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she gave it. She gave it like a, a fresh. so... Yeah. Uh, Then we have Todd McCarthy from Variety who says, Serendipity will serve as an excellent gauge of any viewer's tolerance level for schmaltzy uh, contrivance and manipulation. Okay. Mm. And then finally we have Roger Ebert. (laughs) Ebs. And he says serendipity elevates magic realism into the realm of three card monte and gives it 1.5 out of
2: 4 <laughs> again wow. i printed the two stars i got one and a half. yeah because <laughs> he gave uh he's like a rom-com i don't think he gave ted lose a guy in 10 days one of the half stars as well he did he did he did oh uh, no they are, they are nowhere the same ballpark for that well i put a, well he gave him the same ranking uh, <laughs> i put out a fleece as i'm known to do is this a great film good film okay film or poor film uh, Liam, do you want to have a guess? Um, I'm going to say most people can say it's an okay film. Most people say it's a good film. 46% oh, wow. call it good. Cool. And then tied were okay and poor with 23% each. What do you mean it's not a great movie? What? So it's interesting. <laughs> yes. Uh, 8% say great. So 54% would say it's good or better. 46% would say it's okay or worse. Yeah. So it's a little bit of a mixed bag there. Yeah, 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 but the winning vote is for good films. So there good, we good, go. Good, good, good. Let's take a look now. Georgia has sent me a bunch of screen caps. So let's take a look here. Um, Ryan Kuketz says, I'd never seen or heard of this movie before. And after watching it, I realized I wasn't missing much. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, right. The meet cute with the gloves was cute, but I thought it was I was watching a typical Lifetime Christmas romance movie for the first twenty minutes. Oh come on, have a heart! Yeah, I've never been a fan of John Cusack, and still not after this movie. Ooh. I thought Kate Beckinsale was mediocre, and Bridget Ooh. Monahan was not good. I'm also not a fan of Jeremy Piven, Owen Cap's entourage, <laughs> but he was the perfect actor for the role he played. Yeah, we agree there. Yeah, yeah. Eugene Levy and Molly Shannon were both great comedic reliefs, and they played their roles well. The tagline of the movie should have been the same as Cheetos, dangerously cheesy. (laughs) That's funny. Needless to say, this isn't a movie I would sit down to watch again. Uh, Next one, we have Hermes. Ooh ah but they don't make rom-coms like this anymore do they even winning out against there's something about mary sorry russell it was meant to be of all the silly and sappy movies that you could have reviewed this valentine's i'm glad it was this one don't Aww. tell anyone or i'll lose my street cred even rewatching <laughs> it now over 20 years later it still holds up some of the cast was a nice surprise this time around completely forgot about jeremy Piven and eugene levy and my oh my kate Beckinsale. she's right up there with michelle pfeiffer for me sorry liam joking aside i <laughs> (laughs) I I think a lot of us have our own version of Sarah and John's story and maybe even still wonder from time to time about the one that got away. Unlike the predictable textbook rom-com ending, though... Uh, Sorry, I have to switch moves. Most of us lose that chance when we fail to chase our hopes, dreams, and passions. We always lose out on love. We simply let it die. I think the cherry on the top for me in this film, though, is the message that it's never too late to find the courage for change, especially when or if you pay attention to those little hints from fate. Can't wait to hear you guys talk about it. P.S. Remind me when I come back on to tell you how I may or may not have tipped the scales of fate regarding this film's selection. Shh i think some i think someone's done some oh wow do we have like another like what was the richard osborne moment here has he created another twitter account (laughs) someone has to remember that for when he's back on oh that's funny There there um and so and Davey says, I hadn't heard of this before my wife introduced me to it, but now it's my favorite rom-com. Oh. I think it's very underrated or maybe just underseen. I never hear anyone talking about it. The characters are great and the setting works really well. Can't wait to hear your thoughts on this one. And finally, I think we'll see if I'm guessing, but <laughs> <laughs> we've got a message from Dwayne Smith. Dwayne Smith. <laughs> I liked this film. Did I have issues with it? Certainly. But overall, it's well-written, well-acted, and enjoyable watch. John Cusack was the perfect romantic lead in this era. He made a few around this time, and all were solid films. Kate Beckinsale's mesmerizing in the meet-cute and opening scenes. She makes the audience fall for her as well as Jonathan, and you will them to get together, which, of course, they don't. It's too early. Mm -hmm. My issue is that they are both already in relationships, but that is just glossed over. We never meet the partners, which I think is the right decision. When we jump forward, they're, they're already, say they're both already in relationships. Sarah's clearly not happy. And because Lars is a bit of a bell end, we forgive her for wanting more. (laughs) Lars is clearly more in love with himself than her, but Jonathan and Holly are in a. sorry, I've had to skip screens here are in a loving and serious relationship. They're about to get married. The fact Jonathan's willing to throw that away and deeply hurt her made me angry. Yet it's just skipped over again. I love Jeremy Piven and he is on great form in this funny and charismatic as always special mention also to Eugene Levy, who steals every scene he's in comedy genius. I was really impressed how they weaved all the serendipitous elements into the plot. It added the warmth to the story and gave you points to look out for. Can anyone explain to me why Jonathan lays down in the middle of the ice rink at the end and no one pays attention to him? (laughs) Uh, The final reunion is wonderful and they live happily ever after. Final questions. Did Dean reconcile with his wife? I would say yes. Yes. Yes yes yep ethan's nodding i'm not sure he still gets out his podcast anyway. <laughs> sorry i started talking and then i don't know what happened nothing came out did jonathan and sarah ever discuss the incident with her sister i would think yes yeah of course and who played her sister? Was it Kate herself? I can find no mention of her on IMDb. Well, it wasn't Kate because they're wasn't. both in the same shot at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't Kate. So I don't think it's that. And we have his rating there. So there we go. I'm just going to write down some numbers here for that for my own edification in a minute. Dooby uh, dooby 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 a variety of responses yeah very well written though uh dwayne smith a, a very well written response i yeah. thought this week especially absolutely uh, not but everybody else and hermes i, I got a uh, oh Hermes, you got some explaining today <laughs> 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 the 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 definitely troll the patreon team if not well i don't know richard can be that way too sometimes but yeah hey hermes gotta love her on the same page dude. can't wait to have hermes back absolutely um so there we go there. Uh if you like this film or episode uh what would you like? Oh.
1: Notebook. Yeah. You think so? I don't know.
2: Kind of yeah just timelines isn't it different times you know and i mean things that believe in the power of love and fate and, uh, and all that stuff british jones i go british jones yeah, on that i, I love Bridget it's jones. a british version hey it's a british uh, is there another one we got a oh you could do the reverse you could have a british guy and an american girl we'll go go watch four weddings and a funeral and listen exactly. to our interview with the sublimely talented oh, simon callow such a gent yeah so there is that um anything else all right. You guys still don't time realize time.
3: how uh, No, uh, <laughs> well, uh, you know,
2: if I had a list in front
3: of me, I could look through and go, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but to go off top of my head. I'm just, I'm, 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 trying, nice to, kind of I'm trying to
2: multitask and scroll through to some other yeah. things people have done. Oh, <laughs> so okay. That's all. Uh, we've got some The Fledging Fandom jumped in. Uh, David Wyatt Hupton. I think he's a new one. Thanks a lot for chipping in, David. I always yeah, enjoyed you. it as an easy rom-com. I'm not a huge Cusack fan, but that was a nice film. Mm-hmm. chuck and ruff go to the movies it's been years but i do recall enjoying the film sorry hey, exclamation mark i do enjoy re- recall enjoying the film <laughs> uh, Josh, josh next favorite movie haven't seen it just have to listen to what you all have to say about it david from scriptical i can't vote because i've never seen it the premise always sounded silly so i never bothered believe in love oh, believe on. in love yeah. and then finally the last word from carlo bfe listeners and patreon backers you could have gone with the best rom-com ever and could have gone with one of the best recent ones or one of the best comedies out there and what did you do choose serendipity hashtag you had one job seriously though i haven't seen it (laughs) 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 yeah i think i think you should yeah it's all right um let's go ahead and do ratings ratings ethan where are you going with this you know
1: i i started this film and i'm uh the episode going like i'm gonna i I feel i'm gonna be really negative and most of my grievances i have within one part of the film and it's one structure that we've all talked about and we've all acknowledged as a problem so i think because of that i'm putting this aside because like this is fine this is a fine film and it's got like what do you
2: mean you're putting it aside like you're disregarding it
1: I'm disregarding. No, I'm disregarding how I felt about it because we've all acknowledged it, and it's not just like my one glaring issue. yeah, I should make sure. Yeah, yeah, it's not like I'm going. I'm just going warts and all. How do you feel about the film? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's why I'm going. I'm going like because every because we've we've all discussed that that thing, and it's not just like me being like oh, I'm going on my horse and getting like. So I think that that's helped. Just talking through everything from that structure totally helped. This is a fine film it's a fun film I'm, and you know what it's an hour and a half it's a it's a it's a it's a quick film it it doesn't overstay its welcome. I enjoy it and you know what the Jeremy Piven really like elevates the film more and there's a lot of humanity and you know what all that aside with my grievances fine film, so I'm going six and a half uh dollars thrown into the ether
2: (laughs) (laughs) all right
3: (laughs) liam okay i fell in love with this film many years ago and i've seen it probably four or five times now over the years even watching it again today i i love this film um but when we go through it and we talk about on the podcast i know there are elements to it that aren't great and everything else so The number I did have in my head has gone down slightly. Um, Because I acknowledge all these and I'm trying to be professional (laughs) (laughs) when it comes to stuff. But I really love Kate Beckinsale and Hermes, she's up there with Michelle Pfeiffer as well. You know, I absolutely adore her. Um, So bearing that in mind, I'm going to go for eight happy accidents out of ten.
2: If happy act set of thin. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, hmm. It's a nice film. It's a nice film. I said I was I was always taken up by the premise and really, really wanted to see it. And I've seen it, and I'm glad I have. Good. Um, act one's fantastic. Mm. And we've talked before about the problem when like, the best part of the movie happens in act two and they don't know what to do in act three. It's even harder when you don't know what to do in act two. Yeah this movie does peak in act one it does it does does, and they don't get enough time together at the end of it and don't get me started on that last scene where it's like oh oh, that's horrendous that is horrendous Uh, like i don't arresting like award shows are long enough but worst ending jeez (laughs) you know wrong oh it's it's so bad yeah um but overall um the premise is still nice and i i love a rom-com that teaches me to believe in love yeah and that you'll find it all along there are some messes and holly gets screwed she does and i don't like it <sighs> but i would give this seven paintings are you sure that's who we're talking about <laughs> out of ten do you know what? i had I thought you was gonna go no no it's a good film Oh, it's a I'm good glad, film. I'm glad you it's liked a, it. It's not a great film. It's no, 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 oh, no, 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 film. no. But, but it's better. It's it's better than okay. Because that first act is magic. Mm, it really is. When yeah. I said it's like, it's like before sunrise in New York City. That's high praise. I really like before sunrise.
3: Yeah, I do. I love it.
2: So, as a result, it's a shame because the best part of it's the chemistry between the two of them. Yeah. And, and they don't spend enough time together. But you need that because you separate it. You go, remember how great the chemistry was. Yeah. Then you better have that next level story. And the, even the characters, maybe not Molly Shannon, but 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 Jeremy yeah. Piven was great. Yeah. But they just had them doing the wrong things. Yeah. yeah and I think, as we said, yeah. if you just had a few more, like you just you're just missing each other. Oh. It requires a bit more skill in the writing.
0: Yeah. But later it makes it worth
2: la- Later your, yeah, later your moments. You could even give Hallie and 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 Lars a bit more of something to do. If they're sort of also you have these four moving pieces, twelfth night it up a little bit more, as Ethan maybe yeah. was referring to earlier. How
3: cool would that be? I think
2: there's something in there. Yeah. And then maybe Holly has a moment where she starts wondering, is it worth all this? Yeah. He clearly doesn't want to be around, but we're given so little of Holly that when she says it, we're like, you're right, but how did you know this? Mm. Or why are we not talking about this? So just And that th- last scene we see her in is so heart-rendering, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely, and you're sitting there going, and she gives the gift, and you know when he gives it, we know it's going to be the right book because movies have taught us it's going to be the right book. It is, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) She gets screwed and he just reaches out the phone because he's singularly driven by this love and I get it because it is what you thought was going to be the great thing in your life and then you think that's going to go and you think other thing. Yeah, it's just as good and you're lying to yourself and all those things. Yeah. And yeah, this will be all right and this can do and then the real deal comes along and you go, I forgot what this felt like. Yeah. So I appreciated the nuance this film makes me go to because in a perfect world, yeah, we have these perfect sort of situations and we go, no, no, they're in a relationship. What are you doing? Yeah. I also think it's important their, their collective relationship, Sarah and Jonathan, predates the two relationships we have here. Oh, yeah. It so it's to. not just we're running away on a fling, yeah. which I guess in act one they were, yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah, it's a movie. Yeah. Call, call me for what we got. But we don't we, see them. We never saw those people. So we don't relate to yeah. them on anything. So there's that. So uh, we want to thank, as always, the people who we see every week. And that's our Patreon backers. Julene, Hermes, James de Guzman, Lena Oberholzer, Anthony and Davies, Chris Peterson, Randall Silva, Dwayne Smith. Dwayne Smith! The Yeetmeister, Reverend Bruce, Nate the Great, Andy Dixon, Holly Callen, Cheesy with a fish on a bike, Richard and Ryan Kuketz. And we want to talk about what we're doing next week. But before and that I hopefully do, we'll know... <laughs> Yeah, we'll know right now what we're yeah, doing. Yeah, 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 So I'm just trying to see. The Patreon vote was, I'm doing some quick math in my head, 6.75. 6.75. Your brain so, is like a computer. Seriously, I'm dude. all right. How do you geez. <laughs> uh, I think it's going to put us overall the very 15, 21 and a half, 27, 28, just slightly over 7, like 7.06. Oh, Okay cool yeah yeah i'm pretty good with numbers um so w- one of our higher ones i think to this point uh, yeah come to yeah, think yeah. About, for a rom-com do i have it up uh i don't have it up yet. Yeah, the, the, the Excel sheet so i can't really i will look. say
3: this isn't as good as the crow uh, in rom-com standards <laughs>
2: <laughs> so that's a deep cut if you don't know what we're talking about go check out our episode on the crow episode six that's back when it was just me and you yeah we didn't yeah. even have to be in fact check corner that week it was just me and you well wow. exactly <laughs> whoa so uh know yeah, how early that, that was
1: it was it was cool. locked down i was weeding and i took a i took a moment i took a moment when i heard um liam say it was his favorite room rom-com and i had to stop from gardening and take a bit of a walk
2: yeah, we've, had, we've had a bit of a low start to the year our highest movie of the year 7.67 up in the air Oh. which oh, wow. I guess the best film we have done this year. I'm, yeah, I'm, my yeah. rating for that was a nine, so you can see clearly how I feel about that movie. Mm. But no, 7.06 or 07. <laughs> uh, good Morning Vietnam's ahead of it. Um, Glass Onion's ahead of it, but it definitely beats Spice World, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days and Joe Versus the Volcano. So it's about <laughs> our middle pack of the year. What's going to happen next year? I fear it will also be one that may not have aged well. Mm-hmm. I also fear it will be one that will be somewhat divisive. Ooh. it's also a film i've never seen but it is undergoing one a, a big anniversary and i believe it's the 20 year anniversary i'm just going to type in something and make sure i'm right on that i'm okay. sure it's 20 and not 25 okay let's take a look here no it's 25 <laughs> wow <laughs> nice. we're getting old buddy <laughs> We are, aren't we? so 98 we're still in the winter of love 98 oh no 90, yeah Two actors who again, uh, we have these couples who do legacy romantic comedies in different eras. So we had we've talked about Tom Hanks and we've yeah. talked about Meg Ryan. Yep. On a side note, watch Top Gun last night. Meg Ryan's amazing N-K-K, in that film. Yeah, debut. Oh, her 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 chemistry with Tom Cruise off the charts. Oh, brilliant. off the charts. Yeah. Um. We talked about Matthew McConaughey and Kate Hudson. Yeah. Let's talk about a twosome who would get back together for 50 first dates. Oh, but had their first movie together in 1998. The Wedding Singer. The Wedding Singer. Wow. Oh! I've never seen this. Have you not? No. No, Uh, neither have I. We talked about eras. This is supposed to be something of a love letter to the 80s. I love this film. I do. I do. (laughs) Uh, do. Adam Sandler is like my male equivalent of Cameron Diaz, so we will... (laughs) He's better than she is, without question. He just shouldn't be a lead. But I'm it's that time it's an important anniversary oh and dear. it's one i've never seen so oh. the winter of love it'd be interesting to actually watch I've the for wedding singer
1: i put i've put this off because i always hear people go on about it yeah me too. There, there was a musical version that came out a few years ago and everyone raved really? and i was like okay, will get around to it at some point when i have a film when i do a film podcast and it was the 25th year anniversary. i'm sure i'll do that i i've i've been meaning to watch what people view as good sandler films
2: yeah 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 there's a whole lot of them but th- this is one that people keep throwing at me so i'm willing to have my mind changed even
3: uh do you know what it, it, from what i remember it is pretty funny solid movie i think it's got john levitz in it
2: not our usual standards but it's pretty close it's pretty close so um it's the summer, the winter of love continues, and hopefully, uh, hopefully, everybody else will join us once you get to the wedding. If if you don't, if it, you know, is it over? Oh, it's over. Well, sometimes it's not over, and you got to have the band come sing. So we're going to check out The Wedding Singer next week on the BFE. I'm looking forward to that. I don't know how to feel about that. I imagine I'll have a lot more context notes than I've had for the past three or I four weeks. I feel uh adam
3: sandler that this was his last really good role okay in good oh. film i feel
2: i mistakenly thought spanglish was really good for a while so we'll see do you mean like film that he's like until now oh you i, I haven't seen any of his more more recent stuff oh, his more is yeah uncut gems is that it
1: uncut gems is is amazing
2: yeah i've heard things. i think
1: yeah uncut gems oh, i haven't seen that film. But uh, other, yeah. other Android, stuff he's done it? for
2: Netflix, shit. I'm going to see if I, I can like, find I... The, the South Park reference where uh, Cartman's the Osmo robot, and he's like, <laughs> his job is to pitch movie ideas that'll make lots of money, and they're all like, movie idea number 1,432, Adam Sandler is a... <laughs> Anything stupid, projected revenue, $400 million. <laughs>
1: see, Marowit's story is great, and so is Uncut Gems, but then he's like, what if I did... Um, that one where it's like him and David Spade aren't CIA agents, but they do see. Oh, it's terrible, no idea. so bad. But
2: we're getting off the topic here, so let's yeah. let's not sweet, savory, savory, sweet this up. Let's get out of here, put a bow <laughs> on it. Uh, so please join us next week when we tackle the Adam Sandler Drew Barrymore romantic comedy. The Wedding Singer I promise we are getting back To our more highfalutin films (laughs) Later on (laughs) I do promise We haven't lost our premise For Best Film Ever I've been Ian I've been Liam And I've been Ethan And if you're listening to this On the day of release It is Valentine's out there And if you're out there With someone Who you're not usually Out there with Take a little piece of advice From Jonathan and Kate No glove (laughs) Jonathan and Kate No love We'll uh, catch you on the flippity flop.
3: The flippity flip flop. A Sarah.
2: <laughs> you tried doing
3: this. No, you've done really well.